Irvin Kershner yeah. did Empire. Empire. And Return of the Jedi was Richard Marquand. Uh, Irvin Kershner has only ever made one good film, and he's the only person who can only make a good sequel. Uh, can I just point you in the direction of Shrek 2? Irving Kershner make Shrek 2! No, but oh. the same director as the first okay, Shrek 2. Right. Oh, no, 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 I meant, I meant that Irving Kershner is only director Can we all just history. appreciate the fact that Alex <laughs> nearly lost his fucking mind because he thought Irving Kershner made The Empire Strikes Back and Shrek 2. I, I was so convinced for a second. I mean, Shrek like, 2 is what? basically Empire. Why are we making comparisons? Like, let, let's be, let's it's got be honest soundtrack. to it. It's... Oh, mate. Oh, 100%. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we've got something we've, we've wanted to do for a long time, and we'll finally get Each other. No. No, you've wanted to do. <laughs> you've wanted to do. Unfortunately, we're not doing each other. We, um, we've, we've got a special series of uh, podcasts like. planned. But um, let me introduce the panel first. So, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Zanderlang Whiston, the host of this trash heap. Um, Ooh, with me, off. as always, is my co-host, Mr. David no French. How are you doing, you. David? Oh, sorry, I just had some random like person outside screaming no one likes you uh yeah i'm good how about you yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm doing less good now that i know that no one likes me um there's no from that random guy outside and <laughs> everybody else in the world yeah stop putting words in our mouths well you've heard him alone already with us as all with with us as a special guest is uh mr alex woods from the band the flat moon how are you doing I mean, alex you might as well say as always at this point <laughs> although although I don't actually realise how quickly you churn out these podcasts until like I go back to like watch a podcast, listen to a podcast. And I'm like, oh, they've done four more episodes since oh, I. Lo- <laughs> I don't like the term churn out. <laughs> We've got a lot of thought into these. I, I, I. Don't. Hey, excuse yeah, me. Have yeah. you ever churned anything? It's that's a, a lot, lot of effort. effort. A, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. I would. So we that. don't churn them out. We pump them out. Pumping is not a lot. Yeah. Of okay. Effort. Okay. I know from yeah. nightly experience. This, this podcast is sponsored Christ. by Pump It Up by Endor. <laughs> James is also here. Mr. James O'Malley from Shock Radio is also here. How are you doing, James? I'm a little disturbed now after what David just said. <laughs> <laughs> James is like the only person think... on this podcast who has like a collected mind frame. Like he's the only person who's ever like knows what's going on. Even no, Zander, think... who runs the podcast. James is just thinking about me pumping it nightly now. But uh, I am, and it's in my brain, and I don't want it there. And... So we're gonna we're gonna start off with a. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go rock in the corner for a little bit. <laughs> Just gonna go and cry. We're gonna Give start off with a short news section because um, since we last recorded the podcast, Disney decided to reveal. It was while I was editing the last podcast that Disney had their shareholders meeting and revealed a million things. So I've said to the guys, Too much. if you. If you each pick one thing that was announced from the whole event and then come to us and, and then talk about it, then, you know, we'll, you know, you, you got a flavor of what, what has been announced and then we'll just move on to the main topic for the day. Uh, is that, that's okay with you guys, right? Indeed. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly all right. Right. Um, we'll, we'll start off with, uh, with David. David, what was the standout thing from this Disney shareholders <clears throat> meeting that got announced for you? 
Okay, so there was actually two for me. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to talk about both of them somewhat briefly so that I don't take up too much of the limelight. Um, but the first one for me was that they are actually working on a Fantastic Four film. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. It's from the guy who's uh, directed the past two and the upcoming Spider-Man MCU movie. Yes. That's all we know. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's no, literally we, it. We do we do also know that John Krasinski is actually in talks to play Mr. Fantastic. Wait, he's when? been in talk for a while since like. For ages, Forever. he's been shouting at Marvel saying, hey, I want to play Mr. Fantastic. Right. <laughs> and now there's rumors of him actually being in talks to do it. And like since the Fox acquisition happened, um, you know, apparently it's been it's been going on since then. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah I'd be dope like him, him and Emily Blunt as uh, the Invisible Woman. Yeah, the chemistry. Um, that's that's what chemistry. it seems like it's going to be. Well, oh, wow. you know. Reed Richards knows physics. They know chemistry. Hey, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. That's a Welcome to the Film Me In podcast with uh, David French, <laughs> your, your host James O'Malley. <laughs> oh, they all now. wish. They all wish. <laughs> um, David, what was the other one? Uh, so yeah. So the other one for me was. Um... Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Now, I have famously said that I don't give a shit about Star Wars anymore. Hit, I say, hit, well, no I'm a Star Wars pint. <laughs> but Rogue Squadron, I loved the games back in the 2000s. I played them when I was a kid. They were really fun. I know they're not based off the games, but if they, you know, keep the extended lore that they had in that and also have, like, some Easter eggs to it. And Patty Jenkins, who's doing um, Wonder Woman. I reckon it could be good. We stand Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know. I mean, I haven't haven't watched anything of us. Oh, well, the the first two thirds of Wonder Woman's really good. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) And to be honest, I don't think think Patty Jenkins wanted Wonder Woman to end like it did. Like with Warner Bros. there. Yeah. They probably made her do the big bad. Anyway. Different series entirely. Um, I, honestly, I couldn't finish Wonder Woman. Like, I, I, I hated every bit of it. I don't know why. It's because James hates women. That's all. Oh, jeez. Um, Brilliant. Don't, well, now this episode like can't to... go out. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to edit that. James doesn't hate women. He loves them a little too much, if you know what I mean. Oh, but he Jesus. does love cat. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. So British. <laughs> Alex, what was the standout announcement for you? Um, well, I was a... Um, I've got two. So I'm, I'm going to do two because I prepared to do two thinking that someone else was going to do it. So <laughs> I'm really excited about Ahsoka because yeah. I don't feel like... I feel the people who have actually watched The Clone Wars, right, will understand why Ahsoka is such a good character. But the people who like, have heard of Ahsoka and have just seen like that she's an animated character and don't realise that the Clone Wars is actually probably the best thing that has ever existed in the Star Wars universe. Which is sad. Until recently. Until recently, yes. <laughs> but Ahsoka is also in that. Um, and 
I think that now that it's going to be live action, you've got Rosaria Dawson, who's a great actor, playing yeah. um, Ahsoka. I think it's going to bring her to the mainstream. And Mandalorian is already a massive smash hit. She's in that. And um, she's going to be having her own series. And that's just so good. Like, yeah. I, I, and, and also, I, I love that they got... Um, Rosario Dawson playing it. Yeah, because that was like the was, fan favorite, wasn't it? Yeah, I was really worried they were going to whitewash it, and yeah. and because but and I just felt I mean, like she in, is orange, so no, but but that's like in Star Wars, how many white characters are there compared to how many people of color? True. Good point. Good so point. It's, it's like point. it's it's now you've got this representation, which is great. Um, so ten out of ten to Disney for that. Um, even though I hate Disney. We all um, hate Disney. They don't get I any 10 out of 10s. I hope they choke. Um, <laughs> wow. No, I go. Yeah. That means that we don't get any more good Star Wars content if we do. Eh. I mean, if anything, we'll be You are literally content. just saying that you're excited most about Ahsoka. Owned by Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we'll get better um, like, Star Wars content if Disney didn't have Star Wars. Because they'd have a lot they more... Do. Like, yeah, but we'd have a lot more like creativity allowed. <laughs> Here's us like, thinking this new section would be shorter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, just you thought that. Only <laughs> yeah. No, no, we yeah. knew this would be like at least half an hour. Yeah. Alex, well, it's what... all right, Xander. It's good. You'll be glad to know we've only been talking for about nine minutes. Yay! Go on. So, You're great. Uh, the next, the other thing I'm really excited about is obviously the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which has been talked about since. The prequels ended. Yeah, like well, big... not e- not even the series. Just the fact that just the f- people wanted another Obi Wan film with you no. McGregor. Yeah, as I was about to say, we we wanted more you McGregor as Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. And now you've not only got Obi Wan coming back, you've got Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. coming back as well. Of course, it, that's a win. It is because Hayden that's Christensen is not a bad actor. No, he's he not. In- he was in an awful film. Mm-hmm. It, like the awful dialogue film. that was written he for ha- him is so cringy, and he had to say it because George Lucas was probably George Lucas was surrounded by yes men, and yeah. anything that he said went, and and mm-hmm. that was it. It was like testament. Um, um, actually, yeah, I on. have a, a point as to why Anakin spoke like Hayden Christensen's Anakin spoke the way that he did. Um, and it's kind it's kind of been retconned, I guess, since Clone Wars came out and stuff, but. Like you know, his spe- like his speech pattern, for instance, like because it's all like very monotone, and like, you know he doesn't really care, and he's all mopey, like like that. Yeah. But it turns out George Lucas was directing him to speak like that because that's oh, how God. Darth Vader would speak. Because that's that, that's <laughs> that's the, that's the speech pattern that Darth Vader would have, like because it's very slow and. So he tried. George Lucas tried to direct Hayden Christensen. And it didn't right? work. A white. 20 year old man mm-hmm. to speak to like speak James like Earl Jones, Jones. Yep. who is like who when he was voicing Darth Vader was already like what 50 something like something that something like that yeah and, he, like that. and he's black 
I don't think it was. I don't think it was like do an impression of James Earl Jones. I think it was more of a kind of like. No, because that would get a little too offensive. offensive. He'd get in trouble for. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, some yeah, exactly. Stuff. It 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 was more. <laughs> it was more uh, speak to the beat of James Earl Jones, if that makes sense. Speak to the beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James is entering a new verse in the Wham Rap. <laughs> speak to the beat. Can I just uh, can I quickly just say? So basically, what he like what he told him to do is speak like Darth Vader, but without the constant breathing. Pretty much, and also being crazy. And then he just voice. forgot to do the breathing. Yeah, <laughs> like he. I feel like he probably just went. That's not the Jedi way. Well, you know, you know him and him and Hayden. Well, you and McGregor and Hayden were told off loads while they were filming their first lightsaber fights because they were doing it and going. Zoom, yeah, zoom, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, like, like, no it's, it's, it's all post post production. Mm-hmm. To like, be honest, um, though, like as an actor, I'm sure that would have helped them though. Like to you know get an idea of how the movement is for them and how fast they're going to do it. Well, they have to cut they, um, you know, for them, but in, like, cause yeah. what happened in the Rocky films? Like, because Sylvester, because because uh, obviously, like, editing and technology got better when the when these films came out. But like in the Rocky films, for example, edit, editing and sound was a nightmare because Sylvester, because this literally stems back to Sylvester Stallone just constantly in in the ring going. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, Laura, editing was a nightmare. They had to edit around Laura Dern in The Last Jedi because she had a phaser at one point and she shoots someone and, and oh, she's going yeah. pew pew and they had to edit her out. <laughs> I would have loved to do that. That's awful. Um, so, yeah, Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. They, they yeah. seem like two really I good ideas for TV shows. cannot wait to see because uh, they say that Darth Vader and Obi Wan are gonna, you know, swing at each other again. Yeah, I don't know how that's. Century. I don't know how it's gonna happen. Obviously, they are saying it's gonna be a rematch of the century, which it probably will be. Um, I'm just so excited about it. It's so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so cool. I just want more memes. I that's really it. hope there's a point where Obi Wan and Darth Vader have to fight together. I just kind of hope he drops in and says hello there again. <laughs> Oh no, he definitely do that because it's Disney and they bull yeah. off callbacks. Yeah, I want that. I don't care. Um, James, I want that. What was your yeah. choice? <laughs> James. James doesn't have a choice. James is silent. James has no longer. James is no still longer... not speaking. Oh, oh. Something's going on. Okay, there we go. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> can okay, great. Do. I think I think my microphone fell out a little bit. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm gonna try and keep this short. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that that was really quick, wasn't it? <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. This requires backstory. So, um, I was. <laughs> Still on the radio, and I was—I uh, actually said at one point, "Wouldn't it be really cool if we figured out who Buzz Lightyear actually is?" <laughs> and then oh, this is, God, clearly no. Disney were listening, <laughs> and they thought, you know, hmm, that might be a really, really good idea. Uh, let's make a Buzz Lightyear, uh, Buzz Lightyear movie um, with Chris Evans and. Uh, there we go. I I started the Buzz Lightyear movie. I just want to coin that now. Right. Okay. Right. The, the thing they said about this. <laughs> oh, uh, the, yeah. The, the, I was I was gonna I was gonna mention this. I didn't know you were gonna mention that. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, they um, what they said was when they first made Toy Story, they said that this character was from this big blockbuster movie, this big blockbuster sci-fi movie, and um, mm-hmm. now they're they're going back and making that movie. So it's going to be a serious like space adventure movie, mm-hmm. but with uh with Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, and then the toy in Toy Story is based off this character. Yep. And I am super looking forward to that. I think that'll I've, be a I've, lot of fun. I've, I've had that question in my head, like, who who is Buzz Who actually is Buzz Lightyear? It'd be and really I'm, funny if he's just Buzz Aldrin, but just renamed. <laughs> yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's what they were going it's for. It's just, when just the first man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so animated remake of first man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, seriously, uh, second thing I want to talk about is WandaVision. Um, now, obviously, this comes out pretty soon. It's going to be uh, completely tied in with uh, Doctor Strange 2, uh, directed mm-hmm. by Sam Raimi. And I, I yes. believe that this is going to obviously kickstart that film, but it's going to start off with her going, you know, it's pretty goofy at first. I think we can all kind of see how that's going to play out. Um, but then take an incredibly dark turn, and we're just going to watch her slowly go insane with everything that's going on, like she's warping the realities and dimensions. And we are at some point going to see a comic book Scarlet Witch, which is I, I don't I don't mean like how she looks in the comics, but um, like in the comics the she's uh, yeah, because obviously because we, we're going to see the costume it seems in the thing, but like I mean like the persona Scarlet Witch. Yeah. We're gonna see that, and that will be mental because she could end everything if she wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't mean she might as well. At this point, it's gonna be a very, very interesting show because she because she is literally just gonna drive herself insane. Doesn't so, in the comics? Doesn't she wipe out half of the MC, half of the universe? Yeah. Yeah, she does. She has a breakdown. Yeah, I, I don't. I, she didn't do it on purpose. I don't think she just. Yeah, she, that's, yeah. It, it was an. She accident. had a. She like had a breakdown and then accidentally killed half of everyone. <laughs> I hate what happens. God, <laughs> I hate when I have a panic attack and I just kill half the universe. Not. Yeah. It wasn't even like, like half every other day. But it wasn't half the population. It was just like everyone's lower half. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just a bunch of like stubs walking around. The wheelchair just through the roof. Anymore. <laughs> Uh, anyway, had, yeah. like she had to, you know, get the crawler to follow her. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to uh, to WandaVision because it's just because just imagine someone with all that power and potential just slowly drive themselves insane. Cause it's got to start off really goofy, but it's going to take a serious dark turn that I don't think yeah. general viewers are expecting. I'm, and they're going to be quite shocked. <laughs> I think, I think of all the Marvel TV shows, I think that one's prop. That one has the best opportunity to be good. You know, the yeah. Re- the rest of Although them I feel like they'll like be fine, but I think this one could be amazing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, um excellent. Loki though looks good. Loki looks pretty good. That, that trailer, what I wasn't, I didn't care, but that trailer actually looks pretty decent. So it does. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't I'm watched the trailer. I'm, I'm the most excited for that out of all of the shows that they've announced, and I haven't watched the trailer. I you don't watched, make any sense, David. I haven't watched any trailers from the Disney stuff at all. I haven't seen one singular trailer from uh, any of that entire. You hurt my brain. I respect that. 
I just couldn't you respect so, that. I don't. So yeah. The only reason that, don't tell reason David to respect him. Was, Jesus. No, 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 no. Shut up, shut up. Because <laughs> it was the same night as the Game Awards, and I was more invested in that than I was some Disney investor thing. Because I'm just, I don't care about Disney. I was expecting more and more Star Wars. And I saw some Marvel stuff was coming. I was like, oh, okay, cool. The only thing I watched was the logo for the Fantastic Four. That was it. Yeah. And then I was done. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm fine. This is good. I'm happy. But, see, I, I respect that because that means that if you do decide that you want to watch something, whenever you do I'm going watch in blind. It, everything is just a surprise. Yeah, and I pro- love and then- going in blind. Mm, and a massive problem I have with trailers these days is it, it's just it's just telling you the plot of the film. And granted, I've watched a lot of the um, Marvel trailers that they've released, and you don't really get a plot from any of them, uh, which is good. One division probably is the only one that shows you the like where the show is going, but that's because it kind of needs you because it's got that gimmick of every episode is going to be in a different time set or time zone or something like that. And also it comes um, out in a month, so they've got to show us something. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can you could choose to watch it or you couldn't choose to watch it. And I could have chosen not to watch it and then in a month's time see it. But with WandaVision, I kind of already knew what I was getting. And same with Loki. I knew that both of them were going to... I knew that in WandaVision... It's going to be about Wanda and Vision, and Wanda's going to go mad because she realizes that Vision isn't there. Yeah. Um, and then Loki is going to be Loki going around different periods in time, or maybe different universes using the um, Tesseract. Yeah. Um, and both of and I, be, I basically just think all the TV shows are in some way going to tie into the multiverse. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think I've ju- I think I've just come up with a theory as to what's going to happen in WandaVision oh, and well, Doctor Strange too. Why don't we save it for a WandaVision podcast? That's a good I'm so idea. Down for that in Thank January. you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, my 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 favorite thing from this. Uh, well, I wouldn't say my favorite. I think you guys have sort of mentioned a lot of the ones I wanted to mention, but um, something Thank that you. I'm going to talk about. That it's not Star Wars, it's not Marvel. It's actually from Fox, and it's that. Well, FX, sorry, and it's that. Oh, no. um, Noah Hawley, the creator of the Fargo TV show and Legion, is making mm-hmm. a new TV series based on the Alien franchise with the support oh, of Ridley yeah. Scott. I mean, the res- the support of Ridley Scott doesn't mean anything anymore. I know, but. <laughs> I know, but We've it's seen like, what he's it's sort alien. of a stamp of approval saying that, Give yeah, we're okay with David. <laughs> He can dream. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super down for this. I like I like Alien, so, you know, yeah, bring bring me more Alien. He said it's set, it's then, set on Earth as well. Then, Xander, if you like Alien, since you've been playing a lot of games recently, and because I know it's on sale, get Alien Isolation for yourself. I've got it. And stream it. For, can I watch you play it? Because I want to li- literally watch you scream. Sick. Thanks for that. David. That's, it's that's terrifying. Cruel. It's terrifying. That, David, that's it. cruel. And I fully endorse it. Xander, I think you should do it. <laughs> Xander um, will set up as a filming gaming thing. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, yep. we'll see I'm, what's happening next year. Oh my god, that's it. That's I'm, how you launch it. That's how you launch it. No, we'll Xander. launch it on uh, Christmas Eve for me. With yeah. um, Demon Souls. Anyway. That works as well. Yeah. So Watch me scream instead. Just suffering. <laughs> So it's just a lot of screaming. So <laughs> that's the news over with. Screams and streams. Now 
we have, um, we'll start the actual episode. So we've all assembled together this week, much like the Avengers, um, to to talk about a franchise that is near and dear to a lot of people's hearts, and it is, of course, the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. No, I am your father. Missy called Jaja Binks. Missy, your humble servant. Now, young Skywalker, you will die. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Chewie, we're home. This is where the fun begins. So, David, stop it. So over the course of the next four weeks we will be breaking uh, down sets of these films starting today with the original trilogy next week will be the prequel trilogy the week after will be the sequel trilogy and the week after that we will do the spin-off movies slash tv shows so like the mandalorian clone wars and rebels it's gonna be a long night um, i've got to say i started watching rebels like a couple days ago <laughs> it is painful yeah it's <laughs> so painful <laughs> How is that going for you? Because I'm you put it in the chat and I was like, honestly, strong, bro. Honestly, <laughs> you're like it's awful. I I am willing, I am willing to take the hit for all of us, and I will watch all of Rebels so that you <laughs> lot don't have to. Yeah, well, I ain't watching that shit. Oh, no, I'm no, watching that. A good show, apparently. I'm gonna yeah. watch like a supercut of just all the Darth Maul. Stuff I I am that. I'm going to send you the best bits. Which there will be three. <laughs> there, will, there will only be three. So five seasons, is it? Something there like that. There will, there will be three God. best bits. And that and is it. Only three. <laughs> There'll be at least a half a best of it. Like half a best one. But yeah, I but am it, willing. It'll start out good and then it'll be shit again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. I am willing to take the hit. For all of you, so that you do not have to. Well, you know what? Rebels. Since you're doing that, and we're doing a lot more Star Wars stuff when it comes to like the Disney stuff, if anybody wants, I will take the hit and watch the bloody Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh no, I was going to watch that anyway because that seems quite. Why? Funny. I really <laughs> like. I really like Lego Star Wars. Everything they have always yeah. got a great sense of humor. <laughs> What? Yeah, what has this conversation become already? Well, I, just I mean, I, I have the games available to download. Whilst we're recording this, I could just start mm-hmm. playing the like Lego game on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck it, I'm going to do that. So, <laughs> so yeah, today we're going to be discussing the original trilogy, or as I like to call them, the original Tridge. Fuck mm-hmm. off. Uh, which mm-hmm. consists of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Um, I like that you called it Star Wars. Yeah, because it's Star Wars. Well, yeah, that's what it was originally yeah, called. Yeah, no, I rate that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I rate that. <laughs> so, we all had to go away and watch these. 
Mm-hmm. What did you guys think? Wait. Ugh. Uh, same, same as ever. I, I loved them. Empire Strikes Back is um, probably one of my favorite films. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, it's it's just it's it's incredible. And I, I, I've watched a couple interviews since um, of Mark Hamill like saying it was the most expensive, low budget film ever made. Film. Yeah. Um, to the point where I found out. Uh, do you know the character Bosk by any chance? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's like a bounty hunter. It turns out uh, George Lucas ended up buying a couple of um, a couple of costumes from Doctor Who um, to create Bosk. Nice. It turns out. <laughs> that, that that is a brilliant piece of trivia. I like mm. that. See, that James, was, uh... James has come came to me last week and said, "Hey, Xander." I've seen this movie so many times, so how about I go away and find some really fun facts for each of them? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yes. you're already off to a blinding start because that's a cracking bit of trivia. <laughs> that is a great honestly, trivia. honestly, I haven't bothered rewatching any of these films. I've just tried sticking myself <laughs> into Rebels because I, I I could recite pretty much anything from these films if if, if I so. James, I'm I'm exactly the same. Xander just said, "Oh, we've had to go away and watch these films." I haven't watched the original. Three. I feel like me and Xander are the only ones that have watched all the movies this week. Yeah, that's they are insane. Insane. I've gone through hell. I've yeah. been going through Rebels, thank you very much. That is much. hell, that is hell. <laughs> you yeah, probably need three episodes in three weeks. Yeah, well, I've been watching The Mandalorian and having a great time doing it, so... <laughs> I finished, I've watched all of that as well in the last couple of weeks, so... yeah. Oh, by the way, Xander, do you have there. something to say to me about The Mandalorian? Do I? Yeah, yeah, I believe that you said oh, yeah, you were one of the people that go, oh, I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, you were like that. You were like, I don't want to watch it. I don't remember that. Yeah, you, you, were like you that. didn't want to watch were, it. Amanda. You did. I, I hate, I hate to, to not defend you here, but um, <laughs> when, I, when I was round at yours a bit ago, we were talking about The Mandalorian, and you were like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Each time I've said, have you watched The Mandalorian yet? Because I can't be asked doing it. Mm-hmm. I even mentioned to you at one point, Xander, do you want to do a podcast on Mandalorian? Because I feel like it would make, be a good reason for us both to watch it. And you were just like, yeah, nah, let's not do that. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> Once that again. Like me. That sounds this like podcast- me. <laughs> I remember exactly where everyone. I was as well. I, I was on the phone with you. I was coming back from uni. I was literally next to my other campus. Well, and you said exactly that. It was right after I said, do you want to do a podcast on the boys? And you said, nah, it's fine. I'm sorry then. Yeah, it's cracking. It's a good show. <laughs> what, once again, this has just turned into us three. Let's boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, this, this always happens. This always happens. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm used to it. Better. I'm, I'm used to it. Um, it's a mutiny. It's a mutiny. <laughs> Don't say mutiny because then that brings back horrible memories of Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyway. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. So, um, a bad film. The so Star Wars. Um, I'll read the synopsis. After Princess Leia, the leader of the Rebel Alliance, is held hostage by Darth Vader. Luke and Han Solo must free her and destroy the powerful weapon created by the Galactic Empire. Um, yeah, this movie's pretty good. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, man. I right, really see, like. I really like the remake of it. You see, I don't. I don't know. If you... <laughs> I like all four remakes. <laughs> Jesus I don't. Christ. 
I don't know if you guys heard this, but George Lucas thought that the original film was going to be a giant flop. Like, he, he thought it was no. going to be the worst thing. Wasn't it he... Wasn't it he was convinced by Steven Spielberg to make it? Yeah. He, yeah, Steven Spielberg convinced him to make it, but when, when he finally finished it and it went to the Chinese theatre, um, he went on holiday because he didn't want to be in the US when the reviews came in. Because <laughs> he was he was too afraid of people uh, of wow. people hating it. Oh wow! And, he must um, have been so surprised. Yeah, yeah. Four billion dollars later, and he's like, "Wow, this this went really well." Yeah. <laughs> he literally just looked into the camera where there wasn't even a camera. Yeah, like well, just that's... a random CCTV camera, and did an Owen Wilson. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Yeah, like Mark Hamill ended up like because like for the first film like they got the scripts and Mark Hamill's like he's always like this is the goofiest thing I've ever read. And he's like, I'll give it I'll give it to Harry. He can read that. Hey, uh, Mark, can I pass this over to Molly? Yeah, pass it on. Just everyone read the original script because <laughs> uh, like, there was no secrecy about it at all. Like, everyone read the original script. Oh yeah, and. Um, the- because because no everyone thought oh this is gonna be horrible and then then it came out <laughs> and everyone loved it um, so with with the with a new hope when well star wars as it was called then when he was like putting it forward he couldn't get the funding could he no and so he, he, would, he like sold all of he he didn't get a share in the film but yeah he got he... all of the merchandising yeah, he did. He that sold is the that smartest that... decision anyone yeah, has made. Why he included he got one why, yeah. why do you think there is so much Star Wars merchandise out there? Yeah, yeah he got 100% of the merchandise. That's mm-hmm. insane. I know. And, and they make then, way more than that. And then he sold the series for four billion. Four billion. Yeah. Actually, there's a um, there's an interview of um, Sir Alec Guinness um, online, mm. and he said. Um, like when the, the the film had been out a week, and he got a phone call from George Lucas, and he's like, uh, "Hey, hey, uh, the, Sir Alec." Uh, he's like, "Yes, yeah, yes." Uh, so I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the impressions. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna cut the impressions. Mate, it's not but, working um, for you. Yeah, it's not working, is it? But uh, <laughs> anyway, he he phoned him up, and he's like, um, "Hey, we can give you point two percent extra in, in your contract now for uh, for, for the profits." He's like. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Yes, I'll accept it. But Alec Guinness got, I think it was like 1.12% of all the income from the film. Yeah. Well, are you uh, serious? Yeah, it was like Inc- only 1.12, something like that. It was including, ridic- including royalties. I think so. It was it was something ridiculous. Like it was I can't remember the exact percentage, but it was it was along those lines. It really wasn't. Well that he was much the money. big star, wasn't he? He was the he was, he was the big no, but, name for that movie. One percent of of a thing that's so much money like he um <laughs> like okay. that's so it's I've got Star it, here. Wars. it made 775 million dollars in the US so yeah. 1% right. of that is probably like 700k that's yeah, a good exactly. point hang on right. no like he 1%, made... 1% of 700 million is 7 million it's 7 million he made bank off that like that's so <laughs> much money i heard it as 0.1 i'm not going to lie uh, oh no it wasn't no, that. No, no 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 we got an extra 0.1 on top yeah. Oh right. So that's so, even more. Something like that's that. Seven point seven million. So, yeah, that's seven point seven seven. Actually, seven one four. Like, don't don't take don't take that as gospel because I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. Gospel but now. like, it was it was something along those lines. Like he, um, you know, he 
he got one percent one percent of the entire thing. And I expected that to be a little bit more, considering he was the big star. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's a lot of money, man. That's a that's, that's a lot of money. Um... Right. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody. Um, I've just googled it, and what comes up on on Google is thanks, especially to the re-release of Star Wars in the nineties. Alec Guinness and his estate have earned more than ninety-five million dollars from Star Wars. Wow! That's is that is including all three films? He's in the film for like. He got paid three point three million dollars up front, something like that. Christ! Well, he hate (laughs) he notoriously hated Star Wars. Whenever people talked to him about it, he just did not care. I don't know why he didn't want to. I don't know why he did it. He got killed off in like half an hour. Sorry, what did you say, David? David, what? What did you say? He got killed off in like half an hour to an hour. He barely had any lines. He, he pretty much just kind of existed. That's, yeah, but that's what all think okay, about. That's that's not true at all. He gets the plot moving and then he dies at the end of the second act. So to be honest, I wasn't paying attention to the movie. Oh my god! Right, David, what the fuck is your problem with Star Wars? It's so good. Just, Talk to us right I've, now. Explain it. So what I've, is wrong I've with been you? watching Star Wars since I was a kid, and I've watched it so much that it's just gotten stale for me. I don't care about silly space movie anymore. A question. Go on. What are you doing here? Yes. Xander asked me to be here. I told you you could have the week off. I le- I legit said to you, I'm not being a dick, but you can have the week off if you don't want to be. Here. Yeah, but let's be honest. This would have been nearly as funny if it was if I wasn't here. To be honest, I do like having the opposing opinion. See, but because otherwise it would just wrong. be a constant I, I... like, oh, Star Wars is great, isn't it? Yeah, and oh, that's because this movie is—it's a perfect movie. I wouldn't say that. It's, a it's perfect not perfect. <laughs> It's definitely not perfect. Ooh. None of the Star Wars movies are perfect. Oh, it's 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 interesting when you go back and watch it, because when you've not when you, when you've got when you've not watched it in a while, right, and then all of a sudden you're watching Star Wars again, and you're like, you didn't this is watch really them. cheesy. <laughs> mm-hmm. This yeah. is really really cheesy, but yeah. it's good. Good cheese. But it's got something about it know. that's magical. The, yeah, exactly. The, the everyone loves. Yeah, and um, I, I so... have this, I'm, I'm with David on this, right? Okay. So until I started watching The Mandalorian, I had, I had fallen completely out of love with. The, ever since I watched The Last Jedi, right? I was just like, how have they? How have they done this? How have they messed this up? I know, Xander, I know you like The Last Jedi. We'll, we'll I, get to I'm that in a couple sure, of weeks. But... Don't worry. We'll get to that. Later. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but. I'd, I had no desire to watch any of the old ones, even when, even though I knew that they were way better than the Last Jedi. And but it was just, I I was getting bored of it. I'd grown up with it. There'd been a massive hype of it when I was like an early teenager, and then mm-hmm. yeah, I, well, you, I you just out. completely, like, you I, just completely fell out of it. Even the originals. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Even, well, not even, not even like I fell out with it. Just like I didn't have any desire. Like it, there was no spark. Because, like you said, the first film is magical, and it mm-hmm. felt to me that the magic had just gone. Yeah, that's um, yeah, literally I, how I'm I feeling. And I feel that. like 
Mandalorian probably could reignite my love for it. So, but mm-hmm. I don't want. At the same time, the main reason I've been avoiding Mandalorian, other than wanting to avoid the hype, is I'm not sure I want to get back into love with it because I, I don't want to get quite... invested in a franchise that is more than likely going to start sucking again and then get good again and then start sucking again and then get good again. I I've I don't a... believe that's going to happen. I also think that believing that that is going to happen is probably true, right? Because not everything can be consistently great. I mean, even even the third film of the original trilogy mm-hmm. isn't isn't that good. I put it as number four no. out of the film. Out of the, I put it as uh, fourth in my top. Um, that is 11. fair. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but um, I don't. I think that with the. It's interesting that the three people who have watched Mandalorian and the one person that hasn't is the is the person who who feels that, that it's lost its magic. Because it really did. It lost its magic. Mm-hmm. It it had this even the prequels have this magical air to them that is that is traditional and it's like, oh yes, this is Star Wars, like at its core, this is what it this is the characters, this is the world, this is great, and then the sequel trilogy came out, and it felt like you were beating it with a yeah, stick. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and but now with, like, I've always said that the Clone Wars is the best thing that Star Wars has ever made because it it allows you to see this galaxy mm-hmm. far, far away, right? And it gets to you see it in so much more depth than you see it in any of the films, and so I think David. Maybe what you need Basically, is more all of, of this is just watch Mandalorian. All I'm hearing is over um, and over and over, watch Mandalorian. Honestly, watch that'll Wars, probably do it for you. So for me... See, I know it well. For me, I... I liked Star Wars as a kid, but I was never a huge fan of it. I, like, I wasn't... Like, I liked it, but I was very passive of it. I never, I never really watched the originals all the way through. I saw a couple of the prequels and was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. Didn't really, wasn't really invested in it. My dad loves it. My dad absolutely loves Star Wars. He lives and breathes Star Wars. And I just never really got around to them as a kid. And the first time I watched A New Hope all the way through was um, a week before The Force Awakens came out. No way. Really? I swear to God, I'd never seen A New Hope all the way through until a week before The Force Awakens came out. I okay, can I it. just ask what what was your reasoning for watching it? Like, were you wanting to watch Force Awakens, or was your dad taking you to see it? We were going seeing it. I knew we were going to okay. go and see it, and it looked good. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll watch this movie. So was it interesting watching A New Hope and then watching A New Hope Two? Like, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. We'll we'll get to the Force Awakens in a couple of weeks. But like, <laughs> in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Stop talking about films that we aren't talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, you gotta do an R two D two Ray. Oh my I'm god, a, I'm, I'm amazed. That was an actual impression. That was brilliant. <laughs> it's because that, it's because See, of that video that I sent to you too. <laughs> so the R2D2 highs they are during sex. I've just been away from the keyboard for a second. <laughs> da- uh, David, that was perfect. <laughs> that was no, perfect. We've, we, you've, uh, we've all been questioning, David. Why are you here if you don't like Star Wars? This is and why. We found the reason. <laughs> um, we found I it. Love R2D2. 
I can finally reveal it. I'm in Star Wars. That's why I fucking hate it. <laughs> He's like every actor who's been in Star Wars. They yeah. hate Star Wars. Well, no, look, James Earl Jones loves Star Wars, apparently. Um. Anyway, I yeah, feel like he hates getting asked about Star Wars, I, though. I, so, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it. Um, if you can direct your attentions over to Discord, please. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Hello. It. Hello. It's just Hello. Baby face. This right, I'm going to... For the people at is... home, for the people at home, James is currently brandishing uh, a wand, a, a lightsaber. A wand. No, a This is my very first lightsaber. Use. Go Sad on. Fuck. Ignite it. My... Ignite no. it. Oh, do it. Oh! <laughs> yes! Yeah, this. I I have been in love with Star Wars since... When was this made? <laughs> Wait, can, the, the, there can is you a thing re-brandish it, it for me in a minute? I'll record it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. James, hang on. I'm pretty I, sure I, I, hold I on. OBS does not want to open. Yeah. But I, I've been in love with Star Wars for as long as I can remember. Um, and I, I, I pulled... I literally pulled these out. Oh my god, you've got the other one I had as well! <laughs> this is the red we one. live the same <laughs> life, James! What, you, what the viewers don't know is they're in the same room right now and he's looking yeah. at them. <laughs> but, yeah, these these are my first ones which I pulled out specifically for this podcast. Oh, you pulled them out, did you? <laughs> Jesus, David. Um, <laughs> James, put your lightsabers away. Yeah, oh, I'm going to do that. James, let me see your lightsaber again. Oh, James be, oh. James, be careful, your lightsaber's showing. Oh yeah, okay, okay, right, <laughs> right. okay, right. Do you need me to do the thing again? Yes, do it again. Uh, okay. I, hold on, I've got to sort it out so that OBS can see this. There we go. Jesus. No, I don't want to stream. There you go. Yeah, go you on, do. James. Whip out All your right. day before it's me. It's time. Two <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, David, uh, David, yeah, send me that cool. clip and I'll put it on the Facebook. Uh, yeah, I will do. Um, crack him. There we go. But yeah. Anyway, so watching this movie at fifteen was like, holy crap, this is great. Like, obviously, it was the oh. Blu-ray version, so it was had all the horrible CGI added into it that George Lucas oh, yeah, decided yeah, yeah. was necessary. Um, including that big thing in, on Tatooine when they're coming into Mos Eisley, and the thing just walks past the screen. It's really unrendered. It looks horrible. Um, it does look awful, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. the CGI that they added into that is pointless. But the most pointless thing that they added in, and I don't know if any of you have picked up on this, the script. No, 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 because no. um, this is this is like the original film. Um, actually, have either of you actually seen the original films? Like, the original original. No, I yes. haven't. So, the original originals, um, the bit where Obi-Wan meets Luke for the first time, you know when R2 goes to hide on, in that cave? Yeah, there are no, the, yeah. there's no rocks. Yeah, the, 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 there's a rock in front of him in, in the digital re, uh, remaster, but in, in the original, there isn't. He's What's the there. point in adding a rock? It's because George Lucas What's thought that he wasn't hiding well enough, so they added a rock. But then that added, how the hell did he get behind that rock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He phases through rocks. That's R2-D2's only power. <laughs> You'd know, like, Dad. Everything else, 
No, well, yeah, I am R2-D2. <laughs> to me, that is the dumbest change that they made. The only original... That's the original... dumbest change? No, the, the most the pointless. Only, the most the pointless. only original oh. original I've seen is Return of the Jedi. And that the, the most jarring scene in that that's changed is the... J- uh, Jabba's palace. Oh my god, we'll we'll get to that. Oh yeah, god, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But oh my god, it's weird. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I really like this movie at fifteen. There is there dumb shit in it, yes. But like that, mm-hmm. like the trash compactor scene. The trash compactor in itself is quite fun. But I think the weird bit in that is when there's a weird tentacle monster that comes up and tries to eat Luke. And they yeah. all faff around for about a, a couple of minutes, and it's then he's never mentioned again. It's it's so strange, don't you think? Actually, like because I I have tried finding out what the hell that thing is. No one knows. Um, and there's like no one knows. There's a scene in every single Star Wars movie, which is just like the dumb shit scene. So we've got that in A New Hope. In Empire, it's when they fly onto that asteroid and it ends up being inside a creature's mouth. Hey, hey, oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. That's not dumb. It's, it's no, weird, it though. Dumb. It's so out of place for the movie. It, it's just a I moment re- of excitement. In the third one, yeah, it's okay. the Ewoks. Yeah, but they're cute as fuck. Nah, bro, they're creepy as hell. Um, nah, I love the Ewoks. I like the Ewoks. I like Ewoks. In the, the Ewoks Force Awakens, in the Force Awakens, it's that bit with... Uh, oh, the, the bit Warren with the Davis. tentacle things on when they oh, first right meet now. Han Solo. And they've got in those fact, gangs. Oh, the Raptors. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I completely forgot about the Raptors. In The Last Jedi, it's the scene on Canto Bite, the casino. Like, no, just, uh, that, in, no, that entire planet. There's just like, it's just dumb Star Wars shit, and it's like, yeah. okay. And then the, and then in the ninth film, it was just the entire runtime. Yeah, the entire same, I mean, <laughs> same thing. I was going to say the same thing about Attack of the Clones and uh, Phantom Menace. Well, in, yeah. in Attack of the Clones, it's that bit where they're on that conveyor belt it's the entire movie right. the we'll entire movie is dumb shit we'll talk about that next week we'll talk about that next week um, but hopefully in an yes. hour but yeah start, it's, a t- it's a timeless movie you can sit and watch that with anyone and they'll be like you'll, they'll find something fun in it see yeah. so once again like the things that I actually like I'm, not, I'm gonna stop shitting on this movie for a bit which is strange, I know. That it's, is weird. it's not yes. like it for me. But the main things I like about this film is the charm of the visual effects. Because obviously not a lot of it was... C- like a decent amount of it would have been CGI, but there was also a lot of practical stuff. Yeah. Miniature. And the fact that it's practical and you can tell it's not real just adds to the charm of it. Yeah. I think that makes it a bit of fun. The trash compactor scene is actually quite fun. It's a lot of dumb shit, but it's funny. It makes me laugh. It always reminds me of the, uh, what's it called? But he, you know, the Family Guy Star Wars one. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's. It reminds brilliant. me of like a Chewie and Peter just like trying to Chewie and Han trying to get the couch, and just like carrying the couch around the entire starship. I, I don't know why, but that always makes me laugh. I really don't like those Family Guy ones. I, you know what, I prefer oh, really? them to some of the some of the actual movies sometimes. The, just the robot like, chicken they're, ones they're, are very funny. Oh See, my god, those are hilarious. Skits and a lot of sketches. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like the South the South Park, the Family Guy ones, at least it's the full story, as well as just some random gags and cutaways like normal Family Guy. You know what? Robot Chicken should should actually do what Family Guy did and just make an entire Star Wars film. 
They did, didn't they? No, no, no but they did. Skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, they need to. They should. They should just take an entire, like, just two hours for you know nine days or whatever, and just make Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be. Good. That'd, That'd be, be good. so funny. Um. Right. What else can we? What else can we say about Star um, Wars? Then? I actually, because uh, I have a feeling, I know that, uh, that, that at least one of us is thinking this. Um, like the the lightsaber fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader in A New Hope. I actually Shit. wasn't thinking about it, but now you mention it, I I walk out of the I go to the toilet at that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it, usually I when I remember I leave. it being so much more epic when I was a kid. Like, yeah, it was just like, oh my god, that's amazing. Now it's just like they're literally just smack. It's like they're just slapping each other. That honestly, they're, he just they're not even doing that. Well. They're not even doing that. Yeah, because uh, it strikes him down. He becomes like more powerful than you can possibly fight. imagine. <laughs> Where's now, his power? What does he do? He becomes now, a ghost. Right. Hear me out. Exactly. Everybody does. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'll explain no, that in a bit. Ghosts. I'll explain no. that in a bit. But anyway, um, yeah. when they were making the fight, uh, like originally Obi Wan was supposed to survive and actually kill Darth Vader. Um, but oh, with, thank um, God that didn't happen. Yeah, no, thank God, thank God it did. <laughs> but um, the reason that they, that, you know, the, the the fight is as bad as it is, and then it's, you know, it's, it's the, the combat is still pretty bad in Empire and then Return of the Jedi, but Whoa. it's a lot better. If that makes sense. Hear no, me I, out. I, I'll, I'll, I'll understand get to... that. I I agree completely. I'll get. I disagree with what? the Empire with Jedi, but anyway, continue, continue. I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that standpoint in a second. Then I, what, I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on about like in comparison with the prequels because okay. that's like you know Jedi and oh, right, Prime. Right, right. Like you yeah. know what I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, in, yeah. in comparison, but it's still pretty good. Holds yeah, up. Yeah. Anyway, the reason why A New Hope absolutely sucks with the fighting uh, is because um, the lightsabers, like it, because from. Empire onwards, the lightsabers are made off of like a, a metal rod or, so, or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, in A New Hope, don't know if anyone knows this, but it's, it's literally just a, light bolt, it's, it? it's a, literally just a, a glass stick, basically, yeah. because the light because they needed the light to uh, reflect off of it, and um, they they literally couldn't couldn't bash them against each other, otherwise they'd they'd shatter. So wow. uh, that's why it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> They shouldn't have done that in the first place. When it comes to like looking at health and safety, if you're using anything as a weapon, don't use fucking glass. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but this these these the, guys this... are clearly not that trained with glass and smacking it against other glass. It was yeah, a it was a they, really expensive low budget movie. This is this is of the time. Like mm-hmm. yeah. in the seventies, right? Pink Floyd set someone on fire for That's their album <laughs> Health and safety so, didn't exist. So, well, health and safety <laughs> was out of the window. It, 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 never mind I mean, out of the window. It didn't exist. Like no one had even said anything about health and safety at that point. Um, Fair enough. Let's Fair enough. let's bring up one of the oh. most iconic characters in cinema, uh, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Han Solo yeah. is Harrison Ford brings this character to life with such charisma. He becomes an instant icon of the series. And he's mm-hmm. definitely my favourite character from this movie. It, it's it's interesting that he was so perfect for the role that he got it by reading in for someone in an audition. Actually, I was <laughs> going to say, um, 
Yeah, he he wow. was given the role because George Lucas was like, no, I, I I want new faces in Star Wars because because he did Amer- I think it was American Graffiti. Or something yeah, like what that. like his uh, Han Solo. Uh, yeah, Harrison was in a little bit of American Graffiti. He's like, no, I want totally new faces. Uh, every, everyone's got to be new. And he was working as a carpenter at the time. And yeah. um, George Lucas came over to um, to his house or something like that and did a couple of readings or something. And then uh, you know he read for someone and then suddenly he's Han Solo. Yeah, and then similar like, story, right, similar story with Indiana Jones. <laughs> Actually, um, oh, he was, he, we like, need to Steven, do a podcast on them one day. Steven Spielberg Sorry. gave, um, but rather George Lucas um, got a script from Steven Spielberg, gave it to Harrison, and said, "Hey, read this as quick as you can, then go up to Steven's house." And he's like, "Great, fine, I'll do that." Read the script, went up to Steven's house, got the role. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Uh, just, he just knocked on the door. You've got the role. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, hello, Netflix. You're greenlit. <laughs> Same energy. Same That's energy. That's, That's literally what happened. South Park recently. Jesus Christ. Uh, that, is, that is a brilliant episode of South Park. May I just add? Oh, God. I feel like I'm just like spouting like useless nonsense. No, no, it's fun. It's fun. It's Jesus Christ. The fact that we have done a Star Wars podcast about the original trilogy in 2020 is a bit useless. So for you to be here, to give these no, in, was... this interesting information. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. It's good. Okay. okay. Um, uh... Oh, actually, uh, just uh, very quickly, I found out the exact num- the exact percentage where Alec Guinness took. Go on. One point two four five. It was two point two five percent. So he got way more than It was two point two five. Yeah. Seven so seven five. million basically. Divided by. He got a lot of money. 100. He got a lot of money. Times by, by so much. Two point two five. That's seventeen point four million. Fuck that. He got so much money. Oh my god. That's that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> That's pocket change to the Star Wars movie. Mm. And in comparison, do you know how much, on the first film, do you know how much James Earl Jones was paid to voice Darth Vader? Actually, no, I want you to guess. I want you to guess. Um, 20k. At least a pound. Uh, Okay, so he did two hours of vocal work. Oh, right, okay, it's going to be a a million. (laughs) He, no, 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 much less. Much less. At least one pound. Bear in mind, bear in mind, he wasn't actually credited in the first film. No, he wasn't. Yeah, no, because he was he was afraid that people wouldn't like his voice because he was a stutterer. Oh. Uh, well, he still he still is a stutterer. Bless him. Um, so he was afraid he was afraid people wouldn't like his voice, so he said, "Don't credit me." Wow. Um, James Earl Jones was paid a total of seven thousand five hundred dollars for two hours' work on Star Wars. Wow. I mean. That's, I mean, if I got paid 3,750 quid an hour, I wouldn't really complain. In it, yeah. That's true, but like in comparison with someone like Alec Guinness, and bear in mind, like Darth Vader is probably the most iconic villain of all time. But, yeah. James, keep in mind that when they were making the film, they originally weren't even going to re-record Darth Vader's lines. They were going to no. have... The Prowse. guy who is in the suit. Thank oh, you. Oh, David Prowse, yeah. Yeah, David Prowse. They were going to have him. Um, yeah, that sounded terrible. And have it sounded heard... awful. Have you, have you heard that? Like, it's because it's from Bristol. Vader. It sounds stupid. So he's got a West Country accent. It sounded terrible. <laughs> it's <is> awful. 
Good luck. Good luck catching them swans then. Good luck catching them <laughs> rebels then. If, if you it's Google just the one, it's just right. the one actually. actually. If you Google David Prowse, it doesn't come up with actor. It comes up with bodybuilder because that's why he was like in mm. the in the suit yeah. because he was actually a big daunting presence. Mm. There was there was a giant falling out with um, David Prowse and everyone at Star Wars actually um, because David wasn't made aware that his lines would be re, you know yeah. re-recorded. Yeah, Steve, and, I know that Stephen Merchant wants to make a movie on this and have him yeah. actually be at the prep, like have this movie made about David Prowse where he's like building up to Star Wars and then he gets in the cinema and it's not him. And all his mates yeah. are like, you said you're in this movie. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. No, it isn't. Yeah. You know David Prowse died. But yeah, he died he did. recently. He did not like very two recently. weeks ago or something like that. R.I.P. The hell. late David Prowse. Mm-hmm. What a legend. Um, yeah, what a legend. And what was... Because um, I don't I don't know if this was... This was I, I, I guess it was probably a jealousy thing or maybe just to disrupt because he was angry. But uh, obviously he wasn't happy that he'd, he'd, you know, he'd been replaced, essentially. So when Empire came along, he just kept on disrupting filming. And stuff mm. like he just because he didn't want to be there, but he obviously you know he's in the contracts and stuff. He's got he's got to do it. So yeah, he wasn't happy <laughs> at all. And um, after Return of the Jedi, that was it. He completely disassociated himself with comic cons and stuff uh, wow. for Star Wars. Didn't ever turn up to one after that. No way. Yeah, blades, yeah I mean, if I to be fair, yeah, if he wasn't notified and. Yeah, it's kind of scummy. Like, yeah, I, it is, it is I totally scummy. see why. Um, but yeah, he was he was not happy at all. Yeah, shouldn't Poor be. Guy. Um, do you know what I love more than the original Star Wars? Go on. Empire Strikes Back. Wait, hang on. See, I was with you. <laughs> hang on, wait. I got better. I set a timer for thirty minutes for each for us to discuss each of the movies. Within this time of frame, and it just I'm amazing. I am one one nine seven two five three three three. Um, <laughs> so I'm basically God. <laughs> I've I've written a little wrap up review for each one. Um, on, on my thoughts anyway. I didn't really ask you guys for one, but um, for Star Wars, I wrote Star Wars is a perfect movie. It's it has everything that anyone could want from a blockbuster. Great characters, fun action, interesting adventure, and an easy to hate villain. Does it have dumb shit in it? Yes, but that's what Star Wars is. Dumb shit. This movie is the reason we have these podcasts, and I'm grateful for its existence. Ten out of ten. You realise that you've pretty much like argued against yourself that it's a du- that it's a perfect movie by ha- having dumb shit. Yeah, because it's dumb. It's a dumb a space movie, movie about space have... wizards. Well, yeah, that's surely what makes movie. it good. Yeah, if you're trying to make a dumb space movie, it is the perfect dumb space movie. Yes, David, it is. It's very yeah, nice. The perfect dumb space movie because it's the like first dumb space movie, really. That's not true. Because what was the Star first? Trek. Yeah, that was a TV show. For Actually, Plan- the the opening the opening titles to Star Wars Plan is a nod to Flash Gordon. Thank you, James. That's why I was saying it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, talk about it later. Empire Strikes Back, the uh, the sequel 
to Star Wars. It came out three years later in 1980. Um, and the synopsis is, Darth Vader is adamant about turning Luke Skywalker to the dark side. Master Yoda, tra- Master Yoda trains Luke to become a, a Jedi Knight while his friends try to fend off the Imperial fleet. Um, okay, I'm um, going to quickly kick this one off. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly enough, I like this. I genuinely really enjoy this one. Hey! Yeah, like this was one of the only ones of uh, my entire week of movie watching that I was genuinely looking forward to watching. Uh, oh, good. For me, the ones that I was enjoy- looking forward to watching were this Return, which not so much now. I still enjoy Return, <laughs> but it's just it's not as good as I remember it once again. It's still fun. Um, and Revenge of the Sith. And I know Xander's going to be like, boo, Avengers of Like, I enjoy that movie. It's got a lot of fun bits. I really like Hugh McGregor. He brings that movie up a lot. For me. Um, what you like about Empire Strikes Back? So, Empire Strikes Back, the the main things that I like about it are, um, like, Luke's storyline is actually good now. <laughs> yes, it is. He, he actually yeah, has you're a character. Not you're not wrong. He's not just kind of there and, like, moaning about the fact that he, a guy he's known for, like, Half of half a week, I'd say, just died in front of him. Yeah, Luke, Luke does he, he come across as kind of whiny in the original. Extremely whiny. Yeah, he, he's really, really fun in this one. That obviously has like the big moment with um, "I am your father." That's one of the best scenes in cinema. Ooh, it's been parodied a million times. It's mm-hmm. not twisty anymore because it just comes out of a mile away. But back then, like when I was a kid, that blew my fucking mind. Like, Actually, I, I was. In, that was insane for me because I watched that as a very young child. I I imagine a couple of you you guys do this, but uh, you know you know when you you go on YouTube and you, you look up like audience reactions to said scene. Yeah, no, I don't do that at all. Is there, anyone? Do, yeah, yeah. So I I found one, and it yeah. is incredibly rare of the audience the original audience reaction to Luke. I am your father. Well, not even the cast knew, didn't they? Did they? Uh, only because the, uh, the original the original line in the script is something like I I killed Obi Wan killed your father. Yeah, Obi Wan killed your father, isn't oh, it? Right. And then yeah, yeah. So that's the original line in the script that everyone read. And then when the film premi- like, yeah. when the film premiered, they, here's what I happened. am your father was there, and everyone was like, what? What? here's here's what happened. The the script was written. Um. They obviously go on the set, they've learnt the lines, and um, the director pulls Mark Camel over and he says, Okay, we've just spoken we've just spoken this over with uh, with George Lucas. He knows it, I know it, and in a second you'll know it, but if it leaks, we know it was you. <laughs> That's so, so he's like, Whoa, what, 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 what is it? What is it? He's like the line is I am your father. And then he's like, why would you tell me that? Like, I talk in my sleep. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, so he, was like, he was a nervous wreck for weeks. I absolutely love you know, that. That alone has brought this movie up a bit more for me. Like, this movie is definitely in my top 100 volts. Yeah. Like, it's genuinely a really, really fun adventure. Uh, There's, like, some extra bits that we just don't hear about. We don't know yeah. about stuff. <clears throat> and then there's also, like, the introduction to Yoda. And Yoda is like so weird at the start of this movie, like when he yeah. first comes in. He's just so mm-hmm. goofy. I fucking love. He reminds me of a muppet. 
Well, that's because it. he was it's voiced Frank by Oz. Frank Oz. He's yeah, Kermit. no, I know, but I, I'm literally I mean, Kermit. Like, I know, I mean it like, it, like his character in general just reminds me of a Muppet. Because he's, he's just so Frank Oz. <laughs> Shut up, I mean, like, I mean in a sense of Yoda's this really wise and old and just insanely powerful Jedi. The fact that he, at the start of it, he's just like, he's literally just Kermit. And then he transforms into the wise and powerful yeah. Jedi because he wants to fool him. He didn't want him to know immediately. Well, no, well, he wanted that's to test a really... his Yeah, exactly. I thought that was really good. I love yeah. that. And kooky, weird Yoda is my favorite version of Yoda. <laughs> Aside yeah. from Baby. Um, actually, no, I, I've not watched Mandalorian. I don't care about Baby Yoda yet. I could Con- punch Baby Yoda in the face and I wouldn't care. Oh, you get out. <laughs> I, I love him off the roof. I love in the Empire Strikes Back that moment where um, I've just disconnected Yoda... David from the server. Good, <laughs> bastard. I, I love, <laughs> I love in Empire Strikes Back that moment where um... <laughs> God. he just says, "Enjoy the podcast, boys." We will. Thank you very much. Oh my god. I swear <laughs> Yes, we know. It was a joke. <laughs> Do we stop I'll, the timer? I'll, I'll, I'll we pause, the timer? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll pause the timer. It's very good. I'm going to eat a chicken nugget. Oh, fuck's sake, he's going to piss. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fine. Uh, fine, we'll carry on the timer and he can just come back. Okay. If um, he doesn't come back, we'll pause again. Okay, okay. Um... Yeah. What I was going to say was in the Empire Strikes Back when he has that that when Yoda has that switch up moment and he's talking, it turns out that he's talking to Obi Wan and he's been like communicating with Obi Wan the entire time ever since he met Luke. Yeah, Yoda met Luke. That is, and he's been like, and he's like, he's not ready. He's not. He's too impatient. Like I can't train this man, this boy. And then it's like, oh, what's yeah, the test. It's, oh, this is this is this is Yoda. Mm-hmm. This is the wise Jedi Master that we've been told about at the start of this film. Yeah, actually, well, can we just like, talk really... about the start of this film? Yeah, like yeah, we I skipped over like... that. Hang on, hang on. Like, just just before we do that, just before we move on, um, controversial facts about Yoda. Uh, Frank Oz wasn't actually going to voice Yoda in the in in the final thing. Wow, which okay. was re- I thought was really weird because. Uh, George and Frank. He, George has a habit of falling out with people, is what I'm noticing. Um, <laughs> he had a bit of a falling out with Frank Oz and didn't like the voice, and he was going to change it. <laughs> it still gets me. That's, that's really good. That that was just and you don't mean it because I'm robotic. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So Frank Oz wasn't supposed to be the voice of Yoda. Um, but you know he he stuck to his guns, and then you know he he eventually he he was again. Wow. Yay! Um, Why did I miss, by the way? Because Xander kicked me like the cruel bastard he is, and uh, no one for a piss. We're, we're, we're just going back to the start. How much we love David? <sighs> I knew it. Um, so the start is on the planet Hoth, which is an ice planet, and we get the incredible action sequence of the um the empire coming along with the 8080s mm-hmm. yeah uh, the the walkers which are so cool 
They're they so are. Good. They're awfully made. <laughs> they're they're you know so what? bad. Once again, it adds a lot of charm for me. Do you like, know, I, I, I like the fact that they're kind of stop motiony. I love it. Yeah. Yes, I, I think agree. it's a lot of fun. I, yes. It's like Ed Two Hundred Nine in RoboCop. Yeah. Well, yeah, but oh. like, how how do you how do you think they were actually done? Like it, that is stop motion. Yeah. No. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. No. But the. I love. Oh, do you mean how the Empire made them? <laughs> no, not even that. I just love that George Lucas didn't have any question about continuity when he made the prequels. And made all of the technology way more advanced in the prequels than he did yeah. Yeah. afterwards. And it, it, like you see these massive like 80-80 walkers and it's like, oh, so all we've got to do is go for the legs and they'll fall over. And then you watch the Clone War, the not the Clone Wars, the uh, Attack of the Clones. And there's the big bot battle on the end, um, at the end on Geonosis. And they've got these walkers that have really short legs that aren't going to fall oh, over. Yeah. And aren't gonna really like have any weakness whatsoever. <laughs> and then you're just watching like the Empire Strikes Back opening bit, and you're like, "Oh, it's so campy. Yeah, it's so bad, but it's brilliant." I think that's why I enjoyed these films as a kid as well. They're, they're just a lot more fun and just chilled yeah. and goofy. Um, and I think the the whole Star Wars franchise has just been. Honestly, it's just gone so fucking hectic with lore and random bits of trivia and random, like, extra parts of the universe. I think if it was just the original trilogy, I would have been more than happy with just that alone. I, th- mm. I think, though, David, it's a direct reaction to the fan base. Because yeah. if you look at yeah. the fan base of the original trilogy, when the prequels came out, they were completely distraught. But if yeah. you look at the Star Wars fan base now, People who are our age, they don't really care about the prequels. There's seventy they, they... different fan bases now. Oh, exactly, exactly. Because they've got you've got the people who just watched the original trilogy. Then you've got the people who read up on all of the extended, like alternate universe stuff that they got rid of in canon. Yeah, um, the like, legends. Stuff. Yeah, the legends, yeah. the books, and everything. Like there was so much stuff. Like I used to read a couple of them. Mm. Um, I, and th- all of them not canon anymore. And then now, in direct reaction, and now Star Wars is just being made in direct reaction to what the fans are doing. And that's not how you should make a franchise. No, is why the last Skywalker was so bad. But we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks. Um, so, yes. So I actually have a, a, a story to tell you to expand, expand on Empire. I know this is just me, just 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 constantly just is it, is saying, just "Hey, whenever, is this?" Is it just me that whenever James like starts talking, it just makes you giggle? Is it just me? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I know he's yeah. either going to say something really funny or really stupid. Uh, like, yeah, or <laughs> like, oh, just or just not stop talking. <laughs> Go on, James, hit us with it. Okay, so um. So we all know that Palpatine was like the guy that you know orchestrated everything, don't we? Like he was the puppet master, don't you know? Yeah, really. Um, I yeah, have no tell idea. Me you're going to talk about how they made Palpatine in the original. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about that, but we can talk about that a little bit later on. Um, so th- there's, there's a comic um, that because uh, Darth Vader believed that you know Padme died, uh, Luke died, Leia died, just e- everyone's gone. He's lost everyone until one day han solo leia and luke are all this is a couple months after uh, a new hope 
they're all fighting, they're doing this rebellion stuff, whatever, whatever was going on, and then suddenly Darth Vader turns up and Luke's there. And they and they fight. They have a very quick fight. But Luke hasn't had any training and he he hardly knows how to use a lightsaber, so Darth Vader kicks his ass. Like just one just one shots him and he's on the ground. And he, he calls him pathetic, picks up the lightsaber, he's about to kill him with his own lightsaber, and then he realizes that he's actually holding Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Yeah. And he's like, what? And then he realizes that Obi-Wan took his lightsaber, and then he puts all the dots together, and he's back on his Star Destroyer, he's looking out at space as he always does, realizes that that was his son that had survived, goes into a massive fit, destro- like nearly destroys the entire glass screen, and nearly kills everyone on the Star Destroyer, calms down, walks away, calls the Emperor, and he finally says, I think I finally understand our relationship. And at that, that point, at that point, he's like, okay, I'm going to find Luke Skywalker. I'm going to turn him to the dark side, and then we are going to kill the Emperor, and we're going to rule the galaxy. That's sick. Cool. That's so cool. I like that. I really like that. <laughs> so the Emperor has been hiding this, all of this from him. And then obviously, like, you know, when the Emperor in this film says, I believe that we have a new enemy, the son of Skywalker, Darth Vader's like, yes, I know who he is. I'm going to kill you with him. <laughs> yeah. that's, what he, that's what he's thinking. Um, I want to say, like, in the original, in, in Star Wars, Darth Vader comes across as kind of a bit of like a big henchman. Because he's like, yeah. he's not, he doesn't, he's, I mean, obviously he's a big villain. But like, it seems like the more, the person in charge is Grand Moff Tarkin or even yep. the other officers. And he's just there for muscle. But in yeah, this, that's, that's exactly what it is. In this movie, he's a bastard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just about to disagree with you and say that I agree with you for A New Hope and Turn, but for Empire, he is the he is the, the villain. Yeah, he's he's an evil no bastard in this. The reason Tarkin is, um, you know, Vader has to obey to Tarkin is because Tarkin and Vader do not get along, and the Emperor knows this, and he wanted to humiliate Vader. And in turn, make him more powerful. So that's that, that's kind of what that's what's going on there. Um, but yeah, with, with this one, he's just, he's just ruthless. Yeah, all the all the torturing he does on Cloud City, the whole oh my god, I love Lando Calrissian. I love that character. <laughs> yeah, Lando is so amazing. He's the only reason that I wanted to watch Solo. I didn't care about Young Han Solo. I like Lando. Give me Lando's a Lando doing... movie. Well, they're doing that. Uh, they they are. Lando they're doing, series. They <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'd watch Lando. Only I'd question is, is it, it going to be with Donald Glover or Billy D. Williams? It's with yes. Donald Glover. It's going to be Donald Glover. It's going to be Donald Glover. Okay. Yeah, it'll... yeah. How was Don? Quickly, I know that like, we're going to get onto it in like a couple of weeks, as Andy's going to go, like going to say. But quickly, how was Donald Glover in Solo? Well, as... we'll get to it in a couple Lando. of. No, oh, <laughs> he's, good. he's good in that movie. He's good in that movie. Right. Yeah. No, he's good. He's That's good. all I need to know because I will watch it. I will try my hardest to enjoy it then because i it's, love donald glover it's believable that's that's young lando um yeah man this so the movie kind of 
is in we, we talk about the last jedi a lot of people say about the last jedi it's like a really slow space chase but empire strikes back has that for half of its movie as well right i was gonna i was waiting for someone to say this i watched the last jedi last week yes again uh-huh. and you know how everyone says that the force awakens is just the new hope too yeah last yeah. jedi is literally just the same plot as empire strikes back yeah it is. It has it is. exactly the same opening, and then the rest of the film is exactly the same. Yeah. Like the, it's got a Jedi who is being told to go somewhere by a Sith, and then they think that it's going to be for one reason, but then they get there and it turns out it's actually not the reason they thought it was. And then a space battle ensues. No, why? <laughs> no. A space battle no. ensues. Go beatboxing. It's it's definitely got the same beats, but I wouldn't say that it's like the the same movie because Empire was good. I would say I I'd, I'd say <laughs> the same Force Awakens, like the similar beats, but it's not the same movie. Yeah, it's a remake but again. Like George, like George Lucas has always said, Star Wars has to rhyme with itself. Um, it's like that's because George yeah, exactly, exactly. it is. It, it's poetry. It it rhymes. That that's what George Lucas says about Star Wars. Um, because he's so... fucking lazy. Once again, though, do we want to <laughs> trust what George Lucas says about Star Wars? Yeah, he did. Fr- he did two good ones, one okay one, and then the rest um, that he's had any part in, he have been horrendous. He didn't he direct. Kind of created it, David. He he only so? directed Star Wars and then the prequels. He did not direct Empire Strikes Back exactly. or Return of the Jedi. Exactly. Irvin Kershner, somebody else. Mm-hmm. Irvin Kershner yeah. did Empire. Empire. And Return of the Jedi was Richard Marquand. But Irving Kirshner has only ever made one good film, and he's the only person who can only make a good sequel. Uh, can I just point you in the direction of Shrek 2? Did Irving <laughs> Kirshner make Shrek 2? No. But oh. the same director is the first okay, Shrek. Okay, right. Uh, no, 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 no. I meant, I meant the early character is only director. Can we all just appreciate the fact that Alex <laughs> nearly lost his fucking mind because he thought Irvin Kershner made The Empire Strikes Back and Shrek 2. I, I was so convinced for a second. I mean, now. Shrek I was like, 2 is what? basically Empire. While we're looking at making comparisons, like, let, let's be let's it's got be honest soundtrack. to it. It's... Oh mate! Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. So, yeah, Irving Kershner is the only director in history who's only ever been able to make a good sequel, like rather than any other good films, like original, oh, like, like a, a smash hit sequel. Yeah, yeah. Because anyone who tries to make a sequel just fails. Without Sam Raimi, made the first Spider-Man one, Two, you mean? Oh right. Okay, yeah. so I like I was so confused with what he was trying to say then. <laughs> I David, was really, it's alright. Really I a, confused. I live in a constant state of being confused about what I'm trying to say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're in the same boat then. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, like so, it's just, like that. That one thing that, again, like I'd like I told you just a little bit earlier on, like with. with the, the, with the comic though that expands on the story so much yeah definitely. and just improves 
everything for me. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't get over his fucking reaction. <laughs> um, I was, I was I like, can't. I'm not having this. I'm not having um, this. Irving Kirshner kind of made the two best sequels of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, um, we haven't, we haven't even mentioned like um, the whole subplot with Boba Fett about him. What do you mean the There's no plot. There's no Boba <laughs> Fett. Boba Fett is the biggest waste of time that anyone yeah. has ever done until Actually, now. Um, I was just going to say, because um, I don't know if you guys know, but Jeremy Bullock, the guy that originally played Boba Fett, he died. Yeah, uh, yes, he died. He died. passed away uh, yes, no, two, uh, two days ago. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Which is just, it's just crazy. Really. Um, but yeah, like in, in the films, Boba Fett didn't really have much of a role. Uh, but then the comics and stuff came out, and then suddenly you find out he's just this badass, which is why everyone liked him when Return of the Jedi came around, and then they were gutted when they found out he died the way that he did. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the uh, the Mandalorian has kind of fixed that. Yeah, they fixed that a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah okay, really so I'm speaking from someone who it. hasn't, Speaking from someone who hasn't watched either The Clone Wars or Mandalorian, so I've only seen Boba Fett in these. And obviously in the, in the prequels, but do we really count that as Boba? Or do we count it as some really fucking annoying kid? The thing is, in The Clone Wars series, he is kid Boba Fett, and they, oh, do, him, they do him really well. But like, okay. in... So, like, like I said, speaking from someone who hasn't seen that, He's the biggest waste of potential ever because yes. you've got this really cool-looking character. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the design of him alone is really interesting. Yep. Why he's got a missile on his back that faces up, I have no fucking clue. Because that only—I'm going to quote an epic rap battle here, but genuinely, that's only good for a bird attack. It's got to be. How like wrong are them. you? No, no, no. <laughs> it's funny because I had exactly the same thought. A, until I played the Lego games. Because <laughs> right? Right? Oh you know, you know they yeah, kind of do that little bit of a bend forward when they, they fire it out. And then you watch the Mandalorian and you realize, oh no, they actually also bend forward in real life. Yeah, to shoot it. that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. See, we didn't see that though. So as far um, as I was aware, I w- it was exactly, literally just like, exactly. oh wow. In the original All they could do is shoot up. I agree with you. In the original trilogy, Boba, I didn't think I'd be agreeing with David as much as I was going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's coming from the man that loves Star Wars compared to the man that currently yeah, yeah. hates Star Wars. Like, Boba Fett is such a waste of potential. Like, they do so much with him in plot-wise and give him no background. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what an enigma. I hope they go into him mm. like more in the next film. No, <laughs> I sure hope my favourite character doesn't oh, die oh, God. In, the next film. in the next half an hour. He doesn't yeah. die like a bitch in the next film. Yeah. I, I just I just really, really hope that um that they keep going with Boba Fett. Like they've, they've really they got do. to. I like. I hope they do, know. but not too much. I don't. I hope that they don't like do seventeen seasons um, of the book of Boba Fett. I, I hope they do, do like one season. <coughs> and Spoilers. Spoilers. I mean, they just announced Man that it's alone. coming. Yeah, like it has literally been announced. Like oh, the, spoilers. The whole the the literal title of the show is that. 
I, but the Amish might be listening. <laughs> the, uh, why oh, would God. they be watching Star Wars? They wouldn't also, know. how will they be yes, listening? I'm, Amish. I'm leaving my I'm leaving my entire town that doesn't have any internet or electricity or anything to listen to a podcast about something I know nothing about uh, <laughs> before I've seen any of <laughs> these films that any of these people it's are on about. Most I love is living in an Amish paradise. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to something James mentioned earlier about the the lightsaber fight in Star Wars. So he said, "Yeah, I'm of, glad you brought this up." In the original, it was like it was very underwhelming. I think mm-hmm. they fixed that in this because the lightsaber fight in Empire is phenomenal. But at Do the end, between Luke Skywalker why? and Darth Vader, it is phenomenal. Okay, quickly, I'm gonna say the scene itself is phenomenal, but the actual fight is kind of like the choreography anyway looking from it on that is kind of just meh i mean we or, but we david we love films this is like where the co- raid where those are choreographed to an an insane level i know but i, I, I also this, enjoy like a, a is, nice low-paced fight scene as a this. scene it's insanely good but here's here's the thing luke didn't finish training at that point yeah like he yeah. completely he abandoned everything he was not ready for that fight yeah and all. that's why it's such a good scene to me yeah but when exactly. it comes but that, to actual literal watching the fight and thinking about it as just a fight alone but, without the context of the story without thinking about the fact that he hadn't had any fights like training it's just kind of like once again they're smacking the swords together and he's just beating the shit out of them and then but no that, david again this is this is no no this is where david's wrong because they could have done that Mark Hamill trained to do that. He literally he took up dojo lessons and katanas and yeah. shit to yeah. train to do that. Yeah, no, but like once in again, the context I'm... of the story, they needed it to look like Luke didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. and as like when it comes to like the making of this and the other, yeah, completely agree. Mm-hmm. But when looking at how it's made right already, without the context of the story, when thinking about it as just a fight scene alone. Mm-hmm. It's still a very weak like fight scene, especially compared to the ones that say they do in the prequels. Yeah, like the the, the lightsaber fights in the prequels. Oh yeah, you're not wrong. Especially you're not wrong. in Revenge, like that lightsaber fight is fucking incredible because no matter what, the stakes mm-hmm. are constantly raised. They're constantly clashing. Yeah, that's but what like, makes again, a good fight scene. But this is a good scene in general for story and for context I think, and for I think then, character building. I was I was watching it this week and. Even like at the end of the scene with the reveal of Luke, I am your father, that still hits. Like I was still sat it there. Gives like, me goosebumps. Oh no! Actually, I it's still I was, effective. I was incredibly lucky to watch Empire because they re- released all the Star Wars films again in the cinema just after the first lockdown, and I was very, very lucky to watch Empire Strikes Back in the cinema. Nice. And very nice. I have never seen like that 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 one scene no I am your father in the cinema yeah is mental like I have never felt chills like that like the, the the only thing I can think of that can you know bring that kind of emotion back was when it was it was endgame <laughs> I, that's it cuz cuz I, I I cried at endgame but obviously cuz I, I I've loved it empire for my entire life i knew it was coming but it still managed to give me goosebumps and like like xander says hit yeah it was uh 
it, it, it was a really good experience. <laughs> well, I'm very jealous of you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it, because that, that was literally my, my one cinema dream, so to speak, in quotation marks. Like, to watch Empire Strikes Back in the cinema. Um, we haven't really mentioned Carrie Fisher at all in any of this. Um, Carrie we Fisher haven't. plays Princess Leia, and she's... I mean, in the first one, we didn't even mention how, like, she's a princess, and she's, like, the very classic damsel in distress, and then they actually save her, and she's, like, this... She's like, no, I know what I'm badass. doing. She like, yeah, she's yeah. in charge of all of them, and I think it's su- it's a great subversion of expectations. Yeah, um, you know what? And Leia that follows on into this one, when she's basically a general. In general, like in cinema, Leia is one of the best female characters because not only does she like subvert expectations when she's like painted as the damsel in distress, as you said, and then just completely like flips on its side. It's just she's an actual awesome character. She's also genuinely good uh, like as a character. She's got a genuinely interesting storyline. She's genuinely useful. She's not just there for Padder and to be saved constantly. And I really like when she kisses her brother. I was about oh, to bring this up. Uh, <laughs> I was I was honestly you know I was afraid. She I was knew. afraid to speak about this. She, she knew. knew. And that's why she does that again at the end of the movie. She's like, Yeah, I'm into this. This is how we yeah, do it on Alderaan, brother. <laughs> she kisses him twice. Yeah, she kisses him when she picks him up on Cloud City. She's going back to the, the uh, cockpit and she well, she is going to the cockpit. Oh, definitely going to the cockpit. Um, she? And she kisses him as she walks back. It's very subtle, but she does kiss him. <laughs> After she's just told Han Solo that she loves him. That's not your lightsaber, that's your dick. Oh my... Stepbrother, I'm stuck in the Death Star trash compactor. Help me. uh... Help me, Obi-Wan. I was afraid it would take this turn. (laughs) James. What are you doing, James? I was terrified it would take this turn. And it has. I... But James isn't a fan of stepbrother porn. We know this now. Yeah, we know. I think we've known that for a while. Um... <laughs> I'm not particularly a fan of stepbrother. More I step love sister. the acting. Well, James nine, is happy. Nine, nine. We can stop the stepbrother porn. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best time. That's a relief. Um, all time. I've, ne- I've never been more relieved to hear that jingle so, in my entire but, life. <laughs> I've, I've got my little wrap up here um, for Empire Strikes yeah. Back. It's a. I used to think A New Hope was better. I now disagree. This movie somehow elevates every aspect of the last movie. More interesting characters and added elements to make the characters we already love even better. A tighter script, top tier action, less dumb shit. This is the standard that not just all sequels should be set to, but all movies should be set to. One of the greatest movies of all time. 10 out of 10. It's a shame, it's a shame that when You're it came out, the audience hated it. Sorry? Did yeah. they? It, when, when it came out, it was it, no one liked it. Yeah! Mm. Because it was too, it was too, um, it was too like, emotional and not enough about space. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it, it, well, it, it, it had a... There was too much story in this movie about story. Because I, I don't say it had an upsetting ending, but like, because it didn't have a happy ending. The did bodies it? win. Yeah, yeah, the bodies win. win. The, the Empire win. strikes back, and they win. <laughs> they really strike back. Yeah. Mm. They strike back hard um, with Avengers. The Empire strikes back, and then the Jedi return. That's where we are now. So I take it you guys have like heard the uh, like you know like the. 
uh, Mandela effect, it's called, um, when you remember something some way, but in actuality, it's something completely different. Yeah. Okay. So um, th- th- this applies to a specific Star Wars scene as well as obviously the I am your father scene. Um, where Because the actual line is, no, I am your father. But some people remember it as Luke, I am your father, or no Luke, I am your father. Uh, I've just put a, um, a a clip in the chat of the original reactions of people finding out that Vader is is Anakin. Oh, and um, in that, you can actually hear uh, the reason that the entire Mandela effect happens with Star Wars uh, because there's a glitch in um, <laughs> in the audio um, where Vader says, "No, Luke, I am your father." Um, it was it was a problem with the way the audio was rendered and the cinemas played it. So people in the cinema will have heard, no, Luke, I'm your father. And obviously that's a big thing to remember, being in the cinema at that time. So you're going to, you know, go on and tell people about that and people are going to remember it like that. But no, it's in actuality. It's just, no, I am your father. Wow, I never knew that. That's crazy. (laughs) That you just told us that right now. That's insane. Yeah. And I totally didn't have to repeat it because we weren't recording it. Do you know what, Xander? We could have made that like a genuinely like good moment. You're you're an actor, David. This you're is a filming podcast. Mm. I know, but you're an actor. You could have actually tried, but nah, you just went fuck it. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna expose names. Leave me alone. <laughs> so next up, we have Return of the Jedi. Originally titled Revenge of the Jedi until it was released. The trailer said Revenge of the Jedi. A bit of, bit, mm-hmm. bit of fun trivia from me there. Um, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Let me get the, uh, the synopsis up. I should have had this up. Uh, Luke Skywalker attempts to bring his father back to the light side of the Force. At the same time, the Rebels hatch a plan to destroy the second Death Star. Um, okay. What do we all think of this movie? It's definitely the weakest out of the lot yes like before i said revenge of the sith is not revenge of the sith return of the jedi is a fourth favorite star wars film mm-hmm. it, it is go it, i put it on a par with as I, as much as i enjoy watching rogue one you put it on par with rogue it? one Yes. See, I put it on par with Rogue One as well, but my estimation of Rogue One is much lower. Mm. This movie is really disappointing. Yeah. The first 40 minutes is so long and drawn out, and it has no real purpose other than bringing Han Solo back. And they could have done that in five minutes, and they chose to do it over 40 and make it really long and dumb and silly and have these weird things happen that, like, there's no way this could have been part of Luke's plan. It's like trying to decipher Jesse Eisenberg's plan in Batman v Superman. There's, like, there's leaps in logic there that make no sense. Um, Then the second third of it is Ewoks. And, like, come on, man, it's Ewoks. They're they're so bad. They're, They're... it's so boring what happens on Endor that then you fall you fall into a coma and then you wake up again when Darth Vader turns up and then him, Luke, and the Emperor have that incredible final uh, 40 minutes, which is you great. Know, you know how I've, we've said 
It's uh, Force Awakens is A New Hope. Yeah. And then I said that um, Revenge of the Sith is basically just redone in um, The Last Jedi. Do you mean, but, do you mean Empire? Yes, Empire is basically The Last Jedi. But thank you. Um, but Return of the Return of the Jedi is also done in The Last Jedi. The ending of it is the end of The Last Jedi. The ending, and I said to you, Xander, last week, that I really like the ending of The Last Jedi. I don't like the first two acts, but the last, the third act is brilliant. Yeah. And the third act of uh, Return of the Jedi is brilliant. Yeah. Like, even even if you don't like the Ewoks, there's three battles going on. And they get more personal as you get, mm. like, as, as, as each battle is happening. Definitely. And I love that. I, I think I disagree with you, Xander, in saying that this is a bad film. And saying that this is disappointing. Because I don't th- I think that the first 40 minutes of it and the last 40 minutes of it are the best bit. I think the middle of it is where it really, really, really falls flat. And it's yeah. because it suffers from what they did in The Last Jedi, which was splitting up all of the characters. Yeah. And that's that's not... that's This is the third film of a trilogy that when it was coming out, this was the finale. This was the last film that was going to be made. Yeah. And you split up all the characters. That's not what you should do. You've got you've had the first film where all of the characters come together. You've got the second film where you've already split up characters. Yeah. You've got that you've got those two different dynamics. You've got Luke learning how to be a Jedi on his own and you've got Han Solo learning how to be like a a more um responsible person, a better a better member to society in the galaxy. And then in the last film, you've got Han Solo as a completely realized hero. You've got Princess Leia as a completely realized badass. You've got Luke, who suddenly is a master of the Force. I wouldn't call him a master of the Force. He's a Jedi he's... Knight. No, 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 right, okay, yeah, yeah, he's a Jedi Knight. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's a, he, he, turn, he becomes a Jedi Knight, and you, it is implied that he has been being trained by Yoda. Yeah, but I think that the the second act of Return of the Jedi is really just drops off to those because it, it, it just fest. loses yeah it's a snooze fest as that is the best way of describing it. i couldn't i couldn't even tell you what happens in the second act of uh, <laughs> no but just Jedi. 40 minutes just disappears yeah mm-hmm. no I, I i i agree i agree um but like something that's like really moving is um the the, the novel version of return of a jedi because um, it like cause it expands a lot on um, on that final bit where uh, where Vader redeems himself. Because yeah. um, like because you, you you know it reads into his thoughts when he's watching Luke being tortured. And he, he he said something along the lines of, "He's not just my son." Like he's like like father, please. He's like he's not just my son. He's not just Padme's son, but he's my son who loves me. And that's when he decided, you know what, I'm gonna sacrifice myself and save him. And it just, it really moves. It just really moves it. And when you've got that knowledge in in your head, I just, I think that really improves the the film and that moment especially. David, what See, what do you think? 
Great. Brilliant. <laughs> David has no thought on it. David isn't here. David said at the start of this podcast that he was going to download Lego Star Wars and play that. <laughs> so I imagine not? he's probably got to episode six by now, and he's just yeah, he's just in depth. He's in he's Jabba's not, palace. He's not even here. He's, his PS5 controller is on his leg. He's just. Like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that, that stormtrooper beer he was drinking just went to his head and just out. I'm a master Jim. Where did he go? I've been what talking this entire time. Not like the entire time. Ever since you said David, what are your thoughts on it? I literally just said, "Yeah, it's fine." And you, you reacted as if it was like you heard me. Just like, yeah. oh, brilliant! <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and That's then so I funny. only just clocked on that you couldn't actually hear me, and I was like, "Where the fuck?" Are-? Oh yeah, um, I muted myself to sneeze before. <laughs> so, David, what do you think about this movie? It's just fine. It's, it's all right. It, there's not really much I can say about it. There's some cool bits. There's some not so cool bits. I kind of like Ewoks. I think they're fucking cute. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, like fuck you, Xander, for thinking that the worst when... thing to happen to this series because clearly Jar Jar Binks is. When when mm-hmm. weren't they meant to be Wookies and they ran out of costumes? No, right, right, right. Yeah. No, no, right. D- why are they called Ewoks? Because they are opposite of Wookies. They are small and hairy rather than tall and hairy. <laughs> so he swap. No, no. This is Shouldn't the real. Small and this is the real reason that they are called Wook Ewoks is because if you switch around the syllable of Wookie, you get Ewok. Jesus no, you don't. You get e- no, you don't. You get Ecow. What? Think about it, Wookie. <laughs> Yeah, walk, if you say you get, no, the, you get the, the, the cut if, if it's you, just if it's just reverse and you, you get say it backwards, but if you swap the syllables around, <laughs> so if like you completely said, rearrange it and delete some, like, <laughs> delete some letters, rearrange it, <laughs> you know, if you and add in the silent you are, cue, you are you are you are ripping into me telling <laughs> you a genuine guys, Star Wars guys, can, Did you know I that got, if you wait. rearrange the letters of like the First Order? You can actually get Nazi Germany <laughs> if you actually. I got, I got, I got, I got. Right. Alex, Alex, I want you to do me a favour. I'm too proud of that. I'm, I'm back no, no, no. myself. Bell Wookie. <laughs> Wookie. Wookie. No, spell Wookie. Wookie. W double O K I double E S. That's what we No, we said Ewok is four letters. You said seven. Right. No, no, no. No. Right. Right. How are you all being Wookie? Right? Ewok. It's the syllables. It's E How is it E Cow? Ow! Right, no, 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 no. If you've got one syllable that is what, and the other syllable is e, and if you the syllables around, get what. No, it's, it's, it's like the syllables are what key, not what key. He's forgetting the letters. He's forgetting the letters. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> 
so so far we've decided we in this episode alone we've learned that James doesn't like uh, a specific kind of porn and turns Alex out that spell. Alex yeah it turns out Alex is dyslexic. <laughs> I'm still sexy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Alex. I I right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize and say i believe i've been misinformed here <laughs> um, george lucas lied to me right no i've found it right i'm on fucking wikipedia that is actually the official star wars wikipedia let me have a look right. at wikipedia, it is okay. wikipedia he's not making One it up it's called wikipedia oh my God. i've got to i've got to do this I've got to prove myself right. Pause the timer. Okay, okay, okay. Um, George Lucas intended a primitive race should overthrow the Empire in what was intended to be the final episode, and had originally planned to use Wookiees, but decided against it after it had been established that Chewbacca was already proficient with technology at that point. His answer was to create a new race, Ewoks, which is Wookiee, with the syllables reversed. So why did you say the words at first? The letters at first? No, you said oh, the letters Alex. backwards yeah, and the syllables Alex. reversed. Yeah. I, I would really like you to go and listen to this podcast so that Xander gets two more listens than he would do anyway. And, <laughs> oh, and, ouch. And, That'll bring it up to four. I, got, I wouldn't even mind, but like Xander has Xander's just laughed. I'm the one that's been ripping into you. <laughs> hey, logic out yet. hey, I didn't imply that Xander was only going to get two views. You implied that. <laughs> Yeah, you um, son I of a bitch. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I if you did. listen to it, oh, right. I definitely yeah. said if you reverse the syllables, meaning if you swap the order no, of you the said syllables. if you reverse the letters. And you said reverse yeah. letters and reverse the syllables. You said um, you say it backwards and reverse the syllables. I really hope our new listener in Norway is enjoying this. James, <laughs> I I'm going to say I am four beers in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, now. If I made a mistake, okay. if I I'll made a mistake, it was definitely a mistake. I'll, I'll let you off. Alex has had so... another during a podcast. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! James is still doing cat. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's Jeez. fine. As long as someone else is outed. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, yeah, we. I already outed James and his cat addiction. Yeah. Oh my Jeez. god. Can we make it clear that, that that's no false? no, no. Make it clear? no James is really no. worried. Oh, he's gonna lose people his job. Gonna, people are gonna think James, about it forever. It's like, are you on shock radio? Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> can we, can like, you we imagine? Are, we James, are... we've heard some rumors going about that um, yeah. spread from the Filmian podcast. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's a great podcast, but we believe that you're taking horse tranquilizer. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but I promoted. I promoted the fact that I was coming on this podcast <laughs> in the show. Okay, right. I'd like to make it extremely clear. I that James wouldn't is 100% mind, on cat. ladies and gentlemen. James O'Malley, the top person in this Discord call right now, actually advertises the fact that he's coming on a podcast that no one listens to. That that's big. And that's also big. Is on cat. That's big dick energy right there. <laughs> hey, hey, I listen to the podcast and the... <laughs> Thank you, Alex. It means a lot. <laughs> Do the rest of Flat Moon know? No. 
They want to come on it. <laughs> you know what? I'd be down to do a flat moon podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we, we, we'll figure something out. We only, we only do moon landing films. <laughs> then we oh. talk about how no. the moon in the film. No, we is make round a movie about flat moon. Flat. <laughs> um, we le- no, we just review Earth is flat, the movie. I'm pretty yeah. sure in Alex's head, it's just like we live in like a kind of Paper Mario kind of world. <laughs> That's I the style love- of it. More baby <laughs> Luigi. Right. Okay. I have a controversial opinion on Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, good. We're back on topic. I think... Wait, 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 wait. Xander, Xander, Xander. Yes. I'll say your point. Okay. Um, I just wanted a moment of silence before you did. Oh, right. Okay. Thank you. That's really kind of you. <laughs> um, I have a controversial opinion about um, a specific aspect of Return of the Jedi. I think that this movie kind of ruins Han Solo. Yes! I think he's really boring and unfunny in this. And sure, you get a lot of memes about him from this movie with the dumb faces he makes, but he's very clearly not having a good time, and I think I know why. Because he went from leaving this franchise in Empire Strikes Back, gets frozen in carbonite at the end of that, and basically killed off. (laughs) They could get rid of him. Then he went on to make Raiders of the Lost Ark the year after. The year after that, he made Blade Runner with Ridley Scott, an actual deep sci-fi movie. Then he comes back to Star Wars, and he's surrounded by teddy bears. Uh, that would make actually, me want to die as an actor. Actually, actually, no, you're not. That you're not very far off. Actually, um, so obviously, because yeah, he did. He made Empire, and then he fought. Right, that's it. No more Han Solo. Yeah, done. Raiders Lost Ark happens. He thinks, right, that's that's my new next big thing. But then, obviously, uh, Return comes along, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring Han Solo back." And he's like, "Why? I think the story would be, you know, it's it's better off if I'm served dead." Yeah, you know, the story if, is better if I'm served dead. That's liter- that is literally what he says. He's like, "I think the story I'd, is better if I fucking serve, die." Yeah, he's like, "I think I'd serve the story a little bit better if I if I died." No, I was just, I, I was just like imagining it being served in like a restaurant. <laughs> this is served like, with mm, dead yes. and so yeah. <laughs> like Boris's ready dead. meal yeah. um, Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Here we have the luscious Han Solo served mm-hmm. with a side of die. Yeah. <laughs> just you, you, you may catch a small die. case of death after eating it. Side but, of know, die. Be okay. Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Han Solo should have died in Empire, and he's brought back yeah. here. Forced back in, and it feels really out of place. Uh, I see so, what you did there. Oh, forced. I, I, he I was forced that, back in. I love that Han Solo was then brought back again um, so that they could actually kill him off. Yeah. And uh, I remember when The Force Awakens was coming out, and um, Harrison Ford was doing interviews, and he sounded like he was much happier. With yeah. Star Wars sounded like I'm really happy with where they've taken my character in this film. Like this, this feels like a a proper um, send off for him. Yeah, and then they Cause... fucking bring him back. <laughs> well, no, cause, well, cause it's here's, it's here's the, the thing. interview I've seen of him on Kimmel, and he comes out when Star Wars comes out on Blu-ray, uh, the the Force Awakens, and he comes out, and Jimmy Kimmel's like, "Wow, are you, are you happy with the success of the movie?" And he's like, "I finally did it." I got them to kill me. 
It's like, I've been <laughs> yeah, wanting this to happen for 40 years, and they've done it. <laughs> but I'm free. I'm free. And he just looks so genuinely happy. And I'm like, yeah, yes, he, Harry. He was <laughs> genuinely happy to not be in it anymore. <laughs> and then they brought him back. Yeah. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I, I actually watched a, a Vanity Fair interview yesterday. I think it was. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, Why did you say that like fucking Hugh McGregor? I, I Did I? Yeah. All I could. Wait, the second you said that, I, all I heard was, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, go on. Yeah. I, so I was watching him have an interview, like just reviewing his entire career oh, yeah. um, with, with Vanity Fair. And like, it seems like, because that was. Kind of, it seems like that's kind of an act. Like he hates Han Solo, he hate, hates Star Wars. Like he's he's disliked it because obviously he has the character. He's been tied to it. He he wanted it to go in one direction, but you know it didn't. Uh, and then he obviously finally got that. Then he spoke briefly about the Rise of Skywalker, and obviously he's only in that for a little bit. But you know he's he's already dead at that point. It turns out he was happy to come back and do that. Wow. Fair play to yeah. Him. So yeah. like all, all of that hatred for Star Wars is just him basically saying, "Kill Han Solo because the story will be better." That's it. I I thought that it was more that he hate he didn't actually hate Star Wars. He hated how strongly he was associated with Star Wars. Yeah, probably. It was it was like like Xander said, he'd done Star Wars. He'd got killed off, and then he did Indiana Jones and Blade Runner. And those two films are um, instant hits. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, Blade Runner but wasn't, still. but yeah. Oh no, no, Blade Runner, Blade Runner wasn't, but it's become a cult classic over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. However many fucking re-releases. It's a much more serious mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like why? And Harrison was just annoyed that he wasn't being tied to this much more serious movie. Mm-hmm. He was being tied to this cowboys in space film. Yeah, and. I think that will be an aspect of it, hmm. but it seems like because the, the 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 vibe I got yesterday was definitely, um, you know, he's just he was finally happy to get Han Solo killed, and then the story's oh, finally where he wanted it to, to go. Going on. What the fuck? Oh, did my microphone fall out? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think so, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> um. Right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. The special edition. Is it an elephant? The special edition in Return of the Jedi also helps ruin that opening forty minutes because really? the scene. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't help ruin it, right? Just bloats ruins it. it. No, it just it just is weird. And oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I, we're talking about the song. In, yeah, Jabba's in, Palace. In Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Um original one is just like a little like jazzy piece and it, it sounds yeah, not, it's actually not, jizz not all space jizz space jazz yeah it's called it, space it, jazz it, is jizz. It, it, it's space jazz and they branded it jizz yeah space juice flat moon go listen spotify everyone <laughs> go and do that definitely go and do that um but yeah they they've got they and it's it's not dissimilar to mos Eisley cantina's um like classic theme. Yeah. Um. Then they just wreck the one. Well, they're not even wreck on it. They just get rid of it and put like a weird, like soul song it's in the so middle of it. Weird. And mm. it's not even bad. And it's not good. 
it's just weird. It's so uncomfortable because they get you know way too close to the better. screen. Yeah. You know what, what when he's like better? when he's doing the the really long note and he's writing. Oh the yeah, and then he just screams. That's, I don't. That... I, I think it works for the eccentricity of um, Jabba's Palace. Like you were just saying that you think this Jabba's Palace opening is too drawn out. I love it. It's it's you've seen. I love it even more that they changed the they changed the New Hope to have. Jabba in it. Well, I know it originally had Jabba in it, but Jabba was originally a human, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. was. They changed it to be a, um, a massive slug creature. But I love that. I love that they've now they've put this person in. They've been like, right, this is what we actually want to do. And it's a mass. It's a meant to be a mob boss, and he's a big slug. And it's. It's like, oh, well, we haven't been watching this story play out. This is like we're trying to get a character back. But what does it do? It provides a load of world building. You see Boba Fett in with uh, Jabba, and you realize, oh, Jabba must have something to do with bounty hunters. Like, there's nothing even said about Jabba being involved with bounty hunters. But the fact that he is there, and all all of these people are there, you immediately know who this person is and what he represents and he represents like the 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 bad side of star wars like yeah. the the corrupt side of star it's wars wretched hide of scum villainy exactly the wretched hide of scum villainy which is not java's palace but more slightly cantina but yeah um but yeah it's the same thing it's the same place and so i think it just, all it does is world build the um, I will say the practical effects are great in this movie, especially in Jabba's practical palace. In... Yeah, like all the yes. all the creatures Jabba you see there are, are really cool. Yeah, they are. Like they um, what's the big? I sometimes forget I'm watching puppets. What's the big beast that Luke has? Oh, to the fight? Rancor. No, no, the wait, the, the Rancor's the big pit, isn't it? No, no, that's, no, no, the, no, that's the Sarlacc. The Sarlacc, yeah, the yeah. Rancor then. Yeah, the Rancor. The Rancor, is that's so cool. That's the best part of that opening scene. I'm pretty sure that's actually a boss fight in um, Jedi Fallen Order, and it's so fucking good. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, I can't remember. The, oh, the Lego level for, the, for Jabba's Palace is so good. See, you know um, what? You're doing what I did on the Harry Potter podcast. Just talking about... I just kept on going back to the Lego games. Um, yeah. I grew up with Alex, the do you want... Alex, have you got Lego Star Wars on your on your PC? I don't have it on my PC, but it could definitely run it. And I've lost the um, the disc. I I used to play it on Wii. I can I can give you a link so that we could play it whilst we're recording the next one. Yo. Don't do that, okay? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a link to buy it for like three or four quid. And yeah, then we can download it honestly, and play it. Honestly, send it me because I'd happily play okay, hold all on. of that game over over Christmas. That is so good. Anyway, yeah, Xander, you were saying something. Crap. Um, I also really like... Um, we. This is our first real introduction to the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, played by Ian McDermott. And he's just... I really appreciate just how over-the-top evil he is. Like, he's he's evil, and he very clearly loves being evil. And, like, you know, I I can I can kind of get behind that. I dig that. And he's and he's very over-the-top. 
He's very just maniacal in everything that he says and does. And I, yeah, I, I really can get behind him as being like the ultimate villain of this movie. You know who yeah. he reminds me of, right? Can't remember his name. Is because it because he's forgettable? Is it is it <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine from the Phantom? No, Menace? it's not Chancellor Palpatine. Although is it Ian McDermott? Really remind me of was Ian? No, it was um <laughs> um Don, What's he called? The ginger guy in the new the new trilogy. The Something Gleason, Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Yeah, oh. his character, right? In the first film, he is a massively cartoony villain, yeah. and he like shouts orders, right? The Emperor has exactly the same like energy. He has the same mannerisms. He sh- he's like doing everything dramatically. Everything's almost like pantomime villain level. Yeah. It works so much better mm. because you've got two films worth of build up to this character. Yeah, definitely. And you've got two two and a half films build up to this character coming through. And every time the Emperor is mentioned, it's a menacing thing. When you see the Emperor on a hologram in the in Empire Strikes Back, he's telling Vader to go and like kill someone. And it's like, oh, this is uh like this is a menacing person. The only thing we've seen them do is menacing. And then you get to episode six, and it turns. And th- one of the, one of the troopers gets told that the emperor is going to arrive soon. And the face of that person just immediately drops, and it's like, oh my gosh, the emperor is going to be here. Like, what what do I do? Yeah. And it's it- like, and then when this emperor turns up and he's this pantomime villain, you're like, I totally buy that everyone is scared of him. And I totally buy that he's this eccentric because yeah. he shoots lightning from his hands. Yeah. For me, the the line that really sold that is um, when Vader says, um, uh, the, "The emperor, the emperor's coming here," and he's not as forgiving as I am. Yes. Em- like yes, v- that's exactly the bit v- I was talking v- about. You get you get one chance with Vader. You fuck up again. He kills you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's, so, like, it's the over-the-top stuff, like, he, he, he lightnings in for ages, and then he stops and goes, just just to say, and now, young Skywalker, you will must die. die. Yeah. Because he's having fun with it. Like, yeah. he enjoys evil. And, like, I, I really dig that, and that's why I like the last third of this movie, because Sheev is dope. Darth Vader in this movie is dope. Luke is dope. Everything else, boring as hell. Get out of my movie. I, I'd just like to say, even though the, the sequels has much better fight choreography, the prequels, I mean, has much better fight choreography than the originals, I put the fight between Luke and Darth Vader at the end as, like, in my top... I'd say it's my second favourite lightsaber fight. It's so fight. good. Yeah. It's so it, brilliant. That's, like, this way is where Star Wars well. has become a genuinely good action like series, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, that cause... fight scene alone is genuine. Like, it's some, it's quite well choreographed. It's really intense, and like you've got the constant, like just the music behind it as well, just adds to it. Every yeah. single part of that fight scene is so good, and it's a shame that they weren't able to do more of it in that movie. But I'm so glad that it continued the quality and can conti- like <clears throat> heighten the quality of the lightsaber fights. Nine nine nine. Um, just fi- final final, final point. 
that um, going off of what David's just saying now, um, like because you do literally feel everything in that final fight. Um, like yeah. it's it's the moment where Vader discovers that you know Leia is his sister, and Luke just gives in to the dark side, and then that's it. Just you know, he still he still doesn't really know how to have a proper lightsaber fight, but he's just going at his you know he's going at Anakin with everything he's got. It's, and you know he's he's about to kill him. It's that bit when he's like Darth Vader's down and he's just bashing him over and yeah. over again. Yeah. It's like, jeez, bro, chill out. Your yeah. dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's your dad. Yeah, like, calm down. See, all Vader has to say there is, I fucked your mum. <laughs> he's like, ah, <laughs> that's it. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> See, you know what? Dead. This is why I want that. That alone is why I want R-rated Star Wars, just to like remake that entire scene with just. Guess what? I fucked your mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> about how they do the "I am your father" reveal. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like hey, no, I fucked your mom. Fucked You're your mom. my baby. Nah. No, it'd be it'd be a Jeremy Kyle thing. It'd be like Vader. I can reveal. You are the father. It's like, the that's that's like Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got I've got my final my little wrap up thing here. Um, mm-hmm. As I put Return of the Jedi, this movie is a huge disappointment in a lot of aspects, but thankfully it has a fantastic plot line that keeps it from jumping off a cliff entirely. The first ninety minutes are so boring. The first forty minutes are largely unnecessary, and they make Han Solo unfunny. The good stuff in this movie drives it up slightly, and it's good to see the original cast, but that's it. A big disappointment. 6 out of 10 from me. Um, Out of 10, what would you guys give this? I'd be willing to go a little bit higher. I'd give it a 7. Yeah, 7. 7, yeah. 7? Yeah, better 7, better 7. For me, like, the ratings go of the the original trilogy. 6 for A New Hope. Then, Sorry. like, probably about an eight or like a nine for an for Empire. Bro, bro and Empire then... is in your top one hundred movies of all time. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's a ten, a ten out of ten. That's why you said eight or a nine. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I would I'd never a... give anything ten out of ten. I've I only give my top ten ten out of ten. Like honestly, yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I ten out of ten. That's, that's I know my new policy. I like that. Ten. I know are the only ones that are ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm adopting that. I know that we don't really do decimals in no. this podcast. No! Is that just going to scream again? Wait, no, no, no. James, do fractions instead. <laughs> just do it out of 100, please. Yeah, but because here's, here's the thing, because it's, it's, diff, it's difficult to nail it down like that, because there's nine, there's nine films... But you know, obviously, there's you know a little bit more if you can't spin off some stuff. But like, there's nine films. If you wanted to categorize them in terms of points, then you're not going to get a clear winner unless you do the point system. You know, the, the decimal system. So I don't know. I'm I I am suggesting for this Star Wars segment alone that we introduce decimals. What What would you give this oh, out of, out of ten? You could do it out of a hundred. Go on, using use a decimal if you want. Okay, I I would say seven point five out of ten. Uh, you, you know, if if I were to rate, uh, pretend the Jedi. Fair enough. Um, there we go, guys. We did the original trilogy. How do we feel? Um, that took a lot less time than I thought it would. <laughs> it took way longer than I was hoping it would. <laughs> 
uh, it's amazing how easy it is to get through films that have been talked about for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It yeah. really is. Why are we doing this podcast? <laughs> uh, it, these films are so fucking... Because it's Nobody fun. wants to listen. Nobody wants to listen to two random twat and two really nice people talk about films that people have been look- talking about for 50 fucking years. Because you've learned something. You guys know, bro, have to start I don't care about David. learning stuff. I can go to uni to learn stuff. I do David, go to I uni to learn stuff. I, I, I agree with you. However, so when it, I just I, I just really want to rip into the rise of Skywalker, man. Like, I didn't realize <laughs> yeah, so how that, much yeah, I Yeah, that's fine, though. There was a reason. What's the fucking point of doing all of them? I didn't realize how much I hated it until I got home. I left Xander's and I was in the taxi on the way back just thinking about the film. And I was like, you know what? That is two hours of my life that I'll never get back. Nah. Hey, you spent and... it with me. Obviously, two hours it was of my life. Yeah, Xander, let's you. face it. Looking at your tier system, you were thinking the exact same thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> but we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> we had Did you? Fun. I mean, ju- just because you were with Alex doesn't necessarily mean you had to have fun. Xander, Xander, yeah, Xander. Um, I have a genuine, very serious question to ask you. That's hundred, very serious. Go for it, Alex. How on earth can you say Star Wars Episode Two is better than Star Wars Episode One? They're on par. One had to go above the other. They are on par, though. I put the fucking worst one at the bottom, then. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, oh, you, man. You'd say that Attack of the Clones is worse than Phantom. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, guys. Oh, my really? God. Yes. Incredibly. A times, we yes. can actually discuss this next week on the next podcast. Oh, my God. We're not going to do Whoa, that. that was just. I mean, it's not really a teaser, guys. It's literally in five minutes for us. Shh, I feel like. Fucking die. I feel like I'm going to be defending myself quite. <laughs> yeah, he's just giving up already. He's giving up already. He's giving up already. <laughs> um, Even if Mike doesn't like Question. fucking Phantom We're not doing some of your movie, are we? No, 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 no. No rec. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Right, thank you so much for listening, guys. There will be no sell me your movie for the next few weeks because this is going to take a lot out of us all and we're not really watching anything else other than this. And then prepping for the... Speak to yourself. And then Speak for yourself. And then we're, me and David are prepping the week after All This Is Done's podcast for the uh, the 2020 podcast. So, you know, we, we've got a lot of movies to get through. So we're not going to be doing Sell Me Your Movie for a few weeks. But thank you so much for listening. Um, huge, humongous thank you to Mr. James O'Malley from Shock Radio. You can hear his show, We're Getting Old, on Monday nights at 6pm over on Shock Radio's website. Actually, you won't be able to. We've just finished season one. Oh, for fuck's um, sake. That's how. That's. I smashed that's that as well, Shock, yo. I smashed that. That's how Shock Radio works. Uh, we you we have do it in seasons? seasons. We have seasons. Uh, Are you so a Netflix just... show? Hello, Netflix. <laughs> we've just really... finished season Hello, Netflix, one. Hello, Netflix. We've just fi- we've just finished season one. Uh, season two will come out uh, some point in the new year. Fantastic, fantastic. You're really funny if it's in December again. <laughs> to, to my knowledge it won't be <laughs> and but, just wait a year like an actual season of cv 
Also, yeah. huge thank you to the Flat Mooner himself, Mr. Alex Woods. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure as always. I love coming on here. Make it's sure so make sure make sure you go to Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you can find music and stream Space Juice, the new EP from Flat Moon. It is incredible. It is some of the best stuff that I've heard Alex do. And I've heard Alex do a lot of music. And this is some of the best stuff he's ever done. So definitely go and check that out. The link will be in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Oh, I'm going to... I've got, oh, thanks, man. Hey. No, no, you, I'll, I'll pay you. You can be our... <laughs> <laughs> we'll hire you. Um, and... Actually, like... Seriously, can I just say, like, this is actually some of the most fun I've ever had on any podcast ever. Yay! Yeah, I'm having a great time. Hey, what other podcasts <laughs> have you podcasts been on? have you been on? <laughs> oh, just a, hand, a, a handful. <laughs> Him out! Him off! <laughs> Whop your... He's got you no the virgin for podcasts! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is, like, some of the most fun. Like, because I, I, I always love like coming together and like just the, the the four of us just coming together, Avengers style, just to talk about utter nonsense for however long and we have to. Take the piss out of Alex <laughs> for not understanding Ewoks. Wait <laughs> until you just in general. Reason. Wait until there's a civil war. <laughs> you know what? It'll be, I, it'll be David versus Xander. I've genuinely got so no, many plans. Yeah, this, I've got so many ideas for for ideas for us all. Um, Good. But, Not so many ideas, who, ideas. Quickly, quickly. Who would be on my team and who would be on Xander's team? Um, depends. I, me, me and Xander share the same name. Yeah, it, so it, it probably would be me and Alex. True. I'm sorry, James, but you'd have to be on David's side. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're, 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 a, we're a combo. I'm going to do a Black Panther and I'll be my own team. <laughs> um, he took Iron Man's team. I'm my own guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you, you know, you know where you can find us. Where you're listening to on, us on one of these, but listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music as well. And I found out this week that we're actually on another podcast app called Entail. Didn't realize that, but we're also on Entail. So go listen to us on that. I guess. Have they been? How we should copyright work? strike them. No, because it's a podcast app. So I'm guessing. I don't know. We're on it though. Yeah, but we have an upload. We can strike them. We can sue them. How would that work? I don't know. David. Whatever. Well, yeah, they they probably just take it. Let's Let's sue the platform that you are being yeah, advertised Jesus on. Jesus Christ. Are we this out? <laughs> I will sue them. Weirdo. Anyway. Just watch. They'll be like the next big upcoming <laughs> thing as well. <laughs> so go and check us out on all of these places. Also head on over to our social media pages, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. And uh, follow us over there. We, I mean, we don't really do much, but, you know, you can get into contact with us there. Tell us if we're right or wrong about these Star Wars movies. What do you like? What do you hate? What's your favorite Star Wars movie slash thing? Let us know. And do not message me about that um, at all, ever. Message me, though. You can message me. Um, and... You can also message me on that Moon Band Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Check out, check out the We're Getting Gold Instagram as well. It's the one with the Powerpuff Girls. All, all of Josh. the links to the guys' Instagram pages and stuff will be in the description. Right, next week we will be back st- still talking about Star Wars, but next week we will be talking about the dreaded Star Wars prequels, which is The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. 
Um, now, I'm not looking forward to this one because, for different reasons to, to you lot, because I know I'm going to have to defend myself for a lot I of it. That's what I'm not to looking one. forward to. Never mind to. the next one. <laughs> um, we will see you next week, guys. Everyone stay safe. And, um, well, it'll be after Christmas the next one comes out. So, Merry fucking Christmas. Merry. Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays, everyone. And we will. Everyone. S- we will see you and next week. Goodbye. Bless you. Bye bye. Go away. Bye.